0: Hello. Hi. We're here. We're we're here. I was (laughs) like, shit, am I supposed to say it now? (laughs) We're here. We're Uh, here. It's it's sidewalks land. Yeah. Yeah, we made it the hashtag new
1: era of sidewalk yeah. slam and Adam Savadon is kicking off the new era by forgetting his notes
0: <laughs> So here we go. It's okay. We're going we're unscripted. We're note-free yeah. on yeah. this bold new iteration We're gonna of sidewalk try slam. We're now gonna what, see what happens. What do we mean by bold new iteration? Well because last episode mm-hmm. we recorded the end of August. Yes, and it took me a month to get it out the door Yeah, because we talked about three episodes of raw. Yeah, and to a lesser extent three episodes of Smackdown
1: Oh my god, I didn't even think about that for editing? Yeah. I didn't even... didn't even enter into my fucking head. It was just... No wonder! Oh, my so God. Much.
0: There was so much. Yeah. Uh, Six
1: and... episodes that's, like, cutting off commercials. Each episode of Raw is, like, two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. And then each episode of SmackDown is, like, an hour and 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. it was There was just a right. lot of clips to track down. And... Uh, but, okay, so a uh, good thing is that we've got it so that if I go for like about a five second video clip, we can sneak in there. YouTube doesn't care. We get under the rug. Like, so we can do that. So I still use stills occasionally, but uh, I can do little video clips. So that's sweet. Yeah. Uh, downside is like, we just can't do it. Yeah, man. I don't think it's even for. So I mean, this t shirt, right? The wrestling will continue until morale <laughs> improves. Available now at com. Yes. Um, it, there's so much. There's too much. Yeah. There's too much, and it was like it was. We were actually not
1: behind at all, no. really, before the brand split. Mm-hmm. And then rumors of the brand split
0: came out, and we're all, morale morale was at an all time low. We, we said in that episode, we're just like, <laughs> oh man, well, what are we gonna do? And yeah. so the idea was that we would do, um, we would talk primarily about Raw because that's their flagship, flagship thing. Yeah, and then Adam would come in with like you know some additional information about SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And as it, as it's developed, it turns out that SmackDown maybe is the more entertaining show at the moment. Yeah, at the moment, SmackDown. I,
1: mean, I think there's things I liked about Raw. Isn't that how it was? like way back in like what did they call the 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 class? Of, not the class, but the like the the ruthless aggression uh, era. What do they call the SmackDown Six, which was like Edge, Benoit, Guerrero, Angle, Rey Mysterio, and I'm forgetting somebody. Undertaker. Maybe Undertaker. But it was like that was when Paul Heyman. Mm. was at the helm for SmackDown from, like, 2002 to 2006, I think. Right. And it was, I didn't, this was when I wasn't watching wrestling. But apparently it blew everything out of the water. Yeah, it's
0: also, for us, now that we're, like, you know, jamming all this wrestling content, it's it's so much more digestible. Yeah. It's a two-hour show. Oh, God. It's like a... There's so many less, like, recaps and stuff going on. It's just, like, nice. And it's
1: just, it feels like less filler because they have less time yeah so whereas raw has to throw in like all these squash matches now Mm -hmm. it just kind of still are generally in favor of yes which i'm fine with yeah but it just feels like at at points i'm watching and i'm like oh it's a squash match and i'm like kind of just i tune out a little bit yeah but i don't know why it just that extra hour of actual viewing feels a lot longer yeah and it's even more apparent
0: now that SmackDown is kind of just doing its own thing, mm-hmm. which is great. Which is great. The, the yeah. fact that they're really, they really are playing up this actual rivalry. Yeah, and they're actually talking about the they're they they are talking about the ratings. Yeah, like Mick Foley is there being like, "Wow, man, SmackDown really pounded us last week." Yeah, like, <laughs> you start you know watching what, it and going, "Wow, oh, I can't believe they admit that."
1: You know what I do find weird though is that they advertise each other's pay per views still. Yeah. They're like, oh, make sure you watch the Sunday. Clash of Champions. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But that's the only—that's my only
0: nitpick. Like, all right, sure, man. So the situation that we're in now is that yeah. because of the brand split with Raw and SmackDown now having their own shows, with their own pay-per-views, yeah. you have the, the, quote, the big four, although I guess we haven't actually heard confirmation about Survivor Series. But the idea being I'm assuming, yeah. that WrestleMania, SummerSlam, the Royal Rumble, and the Survivor Series are co-branded pay-per-views with yeah. Raw and SmackDown superstars. And then each show has their own has seven other <laughs> pay-per-views throughout the year. And so now there's a pay-per-view every 2 weeks. Yeah. It's and nuts. we just we can't we can't be doing even a pay-per-view and Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. and give everything the weight that it deserves. Yeah,
1: cuz like I felt really bad the last two episodes cuz the first episode that we covered the SmackDown since the brand split, I was really caught off guard. And I've explained this in YouTube comments and stuff, but it's just like Nobody reads those. Nobody <laughs> reads those. Yeah. So I S- I, I got caught us. off guard and it was S- like Graham usually us. Graham is usually the moderator, right? Mm-hmm. And then I just kinda listen and throw my two cents here and there. Right. And then you, you were like, Okay, what happened on SmackDown? And I was like, ah! Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 stuff and Uh-oh. things. And I just and it didn't help that we recorded it or we did it like raw. All of Raw, yeah, and then it's like, okay, now we got to go through all SmackDown, and it's like internally, I am defeated, yeah, you know. So, yeah. and someone suggested, like, why don't you do Raw than SmackDown, Raw and SmackDown, like mm-hmm. alternate it? But I think that what we're gonna do now will probably end up being better. I think that we should aim for once a month mm-hmm. with the amount of content there is. Like, so, yeah, because we
0: do... what we're looking at doing now is focusing more on the specials, yeah, and the stories that lead up to the matches. Yeah. And if inter- if there's specific entertaining things in the episodes of Raw SmackDown in the interim, then we can we can talk about that. Yeah. But generally speaking, we're looking at the storylines that are, you know, relevant to these to to yeah. these uh, specials. So today, yes. we're going to as briefly as you can, with a <laughs> with whatever it was, six, six hours, hours of wrestling, including gonna, pre-show. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about uh, SummerSlam. Fuck, that was a grind, wasn't it? It was a <laughs> big, yeah, that was a big show. <laughs> yeah, um, and then we're going to talk uh, more more entertainingly about um, the two more the two more recent specials, which was SmackDown's Backlash yes. and Raw's Clash of Champions, yeah. which I believe was originally going to be the Night, Night of Champions yeah. pay-per-view. But then they changed it to a Clash of Champions. Because like
1: Night of Champions was, you know, the, years the, ago.
0: The gimmick for Night of Champions yeah. was that every every title gets defended. But this was like
1: when they used to have like a billion titles, right? Yeah. This is like the, again during the the I guess the Cena
0: Prime mm-hmm. era
1: was Night of Champions. I guess it was
0: funny too because it was it was Vengeance, and in it was it was in like March or whatever. But it was like Vengeance, and then the next year it was Vengeance colon Night of champions. champions, and then it just and then kinda, the next year it was. Uh, See,
1: so Clash of Champions, actually, you just refresh my memory because Clash of Champions used to be a WCW pay-per-view. Yeah, way back. And they would do it, a lot of them for free on TBS, ah. which was sweet for me as a child growing up because I, th- I didn't get pay-per-views because my parents didn't thought wrestling was dumb. So it's yeah. just like I didn't, I didn't have parents that would buy me pay-per-views. So watching. Uh, Clash of Champions was like this little thing. It was like, oh, I get to watch a pay per view on WCW. It's so sweet. Yeah. So that's yeah. I have fond
0: memories of Clash of Champions on TBS. Yeah. So let's let's talk. Like I said, as briefly as one can do with six hours of wrestling. About Cricket Wireless and KFC present live from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, SummerSlam. (laughs) This was a stacked card. Yeah. The card so stacked that Sami Zayn was on the pre-show. So let's. Quickly whip through the pre-show, there was a 12-man tag match yep. in which American Alpha, the Hype Bros, oh, and yeah. the Usos, who, to note, at this time are still a face team, spoilers, yes. Spoiler defeat Brizongo, the Ascension, and the villains. Yeah.
1: Cool. Whatever. Cool. Yeah, it was just, I, I'm trying to, you're going to have to forgive me, because
0: remember the match being fun. It and
1: that's a, all you can expect from a 12-man match.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. all you can hope for. <laughs> yeah. Sami Zayn and Neville yeah. defeat the Dudley Boys oh, yeah. in a tag match. Uh, yeah! Uh, for there was no there was no build up build for up this whatsoever. And Sheamus defeats Cesaro in a singles match. This is the first oh, match. Right. It yeah. started at SummerSlam. This yeah. is the first match of the Cesaro Sheamus best of seven series. Match that was- Cesaro is already two zero in because oh yeah. <laughs> we talked and, about this last time yeah. that. Cesaro had beat Sheamus two weeks running on Raw, mm-hmm. and then Mick Foley was like, all right, we're going to do a best-of-seven series. At <laughs> which point, Sheamus should be like, I'm already up two, <laughs> yeah. but no. Yeah. Slate wiped clean. <laughs> Sheamus defeats Cesaro. Yeah. Cesaro That now. match was really good. I remember I was like, man, shame that was on the pre-show. All these Cesaro-Sheamus matches have been really good matches, yeah. but I'm struggling to care. Really? I kind of bought in... They got me to buy in at Clash. At Clash of Champions. Yeah, because the match was amazing. The build-up. Yeah. I'm like, meh. Because we've seen it so much.
1: Because I I think they were just too vague on what what was on the line, right? Yeah. Because if you're asking someone to... Buy into this
0: story, mm-hmm. and they're like, because you talked about this last time. I found some footage of it. The yeah. Booker T. Chris Benoit, best of sense. Yeah, yeah, that solid. was for the TV title. Yeah, this is for shutting them up for some, for for a couple months. They
1: usually they kind of I think they went back and were like, oh, it's for a future championship opportunity. Okay. So they kind of like I don't know if they retconned it. I can't remember if they they definitely it retconned it. <laughs> so they retconned it and yeah. they said, oh yeah, you got a future championship opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this match was really good. At, at the time when I watched it, I was like, eh, it was good, but yeah. do I want to watch six more of these? Because you know it's going seven. Yeah. I don't think a best of seven in wrestling terms has ever gone like a 4-0 shutout.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be real bad. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Like I said, yeah, I didn't care yet. Okay. But we'll come back to it at Clash of Champions. Yeah. So the show begins. We were wondering how they were going to do the the announced teams, and they just they had both teams there, yeah. uh, and they would basically jumped back and forth between the two between the SmackDown and the Raw Announced teams. This is how they did it back during the other brand split. they yeah. would have the teams announce uh, the stuff for their own show. And so we had the Raw Announced team with the opening match, which was Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens, yep. new best friends. Yes. Uh, who versus, has been a shining diamond. Oh, they've been so good. Versus yeah. Enzo Amore and Big Cass, who yep. of course come out to a huge Brooklyn pop. Yeah. And uh, and they you know they do their stuff.
1: They do their thing, you know, like. Yeah, it's a kind of it's the same thing every time, but that's what we want, right? Yeah,
0: like it's great. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Cuz it's like we watching it have seen it a million times, right? But yeah. never experiencing it, right? So they have to keep doing it because every new crowd is like people who haven't experienced it before. So Yeah.
0: Oh, and special guest, special celebrity guest at SummerSlam, uh the return of John Stewart, oh, right. who was at SummerSlam last year and inter- and interfered with the uh Cena match yeah. because as he explained on Raw the next night, he didn't want to, he didn't want to allow John Cena to break Ric Flair's streak. Yeah, that was the, that was it. Sure, sure. why not? At least they gave it a reason, I right? I liked it. I, yeah. I honestly liked that, and yeah. I, I have no problem with seeing him back. He he just loves wrestling, and he's there, and you know whatever they get like some random they get like some random sort of celebrity buoyancy from it. So mm-hmm. sure, why not? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yes, opening match: uh, Jericho and Owens defeat Enzo Morean, Big Cass. Yeah. Uh, which is totally fine, actually. Yeah, totally fine. With Enzo and Cass don't need this, as they don't, like, quote, need the yeah, win. God and me. it just, it, it, worked, <laughs> it works know better for... You boils my blood when I know, people It say works so better for Owens and Jericho, I think, to okay, take this, to, I'm, glad we're, to take this I'm, I'm so
1: glad we're so easily on the same page of it alone. Well, because
0: so. you've got, you've got... Um, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Owens is, like, practically in the main event picture at this point. Yeah. Jericho is a however-many-time champion. Yeah. Like... On the the fake paper of the wrestling storyline, it doesn't (laughs) really make sense for Enzo and Cass to beat Jericho and Owens, unless Jericho and Owens are not working cohesively as a team, which happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. But they are definitely on the same page. Yeah, they are 100% on the same page. Second match on the card is the match for the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah. Charlotte challenging sasha banks yep. the defending champion and dana brooke is banned from ringside yeah so this is a straight up yeah. one-on-one match with sasha and charlotte sasha almost kills herself like three times in this <laughs> match
1: like straight up just ends her own career like there was something in the corner something in the corner i'm trying to remember God, she like landed really awkwardly and then there was that uh the big reverse hurricane rana mm-hmm. which is just always dangerous like the big thing that I've saw with a lot of people with this match was like you two women don't need to kill yourselves to like think that just because you're at SummerSlam and you're on this big stage which I understand like why they do it right like yeah. they they do these big dangerous spots um but you don't need like I mean And Sasha, for the
0: record we are forever asking Big E to stop doing his suicide Yeah draft. forever <laughs> like it's not
1: just so because yeah it's not don't get this like oh the women need to stop because they're delicate creatures no. or something no it's not like that at all yeah. it's with like that with anyone Fast forward, Clash of Champions, Cesaro almost kills himself. He said, so, he's,
0: he said he's not doing those anymore. Oh,
1: thank Christ. Yeah. Okay. I saw a thing on Twitter that was like Ralph Wiggum diving through the window. And yeah. it's like, Cesaro be like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank that. No, just I in think general. He, I think he retweeted that. Did he? Okay. <laughs> I just, I am solidly under the camp of wrestlers don't need to do this random psychotic bullshit, like the dangerous <laughs> stuff yeah. to put on a good match, you yeah. know? But yeah it was it was a really good match. I was terrified the whole time because mm-hmm. I just thought someone was gonna get hurt. Um, I felt like because going into this match they knew that Sasha was gonna be taking time off yeah because she has a she's banged I heard the reports I read just said she was banged up right and that was it and she wasn't gonna need surgery she just needed time off and it kind of, rewinds us back to her winning the title at Raw, and it's like kind of, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I think they make Sasha win the title on Raw just because they need to show that title changes can happen at any time. That's like mainly why they do it, right? It's like, oh, it's our first show after the, was it after the brand split? Yeah, it was, it was it, the first Raw. After the, first the, raw yeah, yeah. the first Raw after the brand split, and they're just like, just put the title on Sasha. And I think even then they knew, like, man, she's going to have to take some time off, right? Yeah. So, Sasha, or sorry, Charlotte wins this match by countering the bank statement into like a roll up. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because the crowd was vi- noticeably deflated. Yeah. And I love wrestling for stuff like that. Just <laughs> when they, you know, you're just so sure that someone's going to win. And then the opposite happens, and it's just like, Boo. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. But for like, if they do it well, storyline-wise, like if they do it through a narrative, that's good. And I, I felt like these two women put on like a great match, barring aside the Daredevil stunts. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Charlotte's still the best heel on Raw, yep. I think. As far as, if you look at it just from the sole purpose of getting heat, you know? Like, he, Owens and Jericho might might be better heels. But they're just kind of still universally loved. Yeah, you know what I mean. Looking from a strict like black and white, heel babyface standpoint, Charlotte's the best. Yeah, she gets the biggest reaction, maybe outside of Roman Reigns.
0: (laughs) No, it's not really intentional. Well, uh, I would argue that the Miz is pretty high up there in terms of. I meant just on Raw. Oh, okay, sorry. Raw on Raw, Charlotte's probably
1: the best. The overall Miz, hands down. Yeah. Like it's not even, it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to use like hyperbole, but it's, it's really not even close.
0: Yeah. Miz is in another stratosphere. Backstage. <laughs> this is after the match. Yeah. Uh, this is not, the, on pay-per-views, there's very little sort of interstitial stuff, mm-hmm. but there is this little scene backstage with uh, Gallows and Anderson walking up to AJ, because of course they're on different oh brands God, now, yeah. Right? yeah, And they're yeah. like, hey man, what's up? Too sweet. Whatever. Too sweet, you know? yeah. Hey, you know, the club forever. Cool. <laughs> And then uh, they are you know they do a little, uh, you know, what I'm going to do tonight is uh, beat up John Cena. Yeah. And then Finn Balor walks up. Yeah. And they're like, hey, <laughs> huh? Huh? too sweet, huh? And he just looks at them and just shakes she his head and and walks away. Was, It's awesome, yeah. Because, again, we said this a couple episodes ago. Finn yeah. Balor started the Bullet Club.
1: Yes. Started the Bullet Club <laughs> in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And AJ came in when Finn Balor, who at the time was named... Uh, either Prince, Prince, David, Prince, Prince Devitt, Prince Devitt, Prince Devitt, or Fergal Devitt. Right. One or the other. I can't remember which one. Fergal. it Fergal. Fergal. I think Fergal's is a real name.
0: Wow. Fergal. That is a name. You either like you 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 live or die by that name. Yeah. You Isn't that it, like
1: a solidly Irish name? Though? Yeah. Like, you
0: own that name or you die by it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You gotta something, Fergal. Yeah. You're Fergal. Just like, so. hey, oh, you're serious? Mm. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sh- I'm, I'll, I will sit back down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So AJ, like AJ, was never in the club at the same the Bullet Club. The same time as um, Finn Balor was, but
0: yeah, they still have an association that they, they worked overseas with each other. Yeah, so. so just that little moment of like, nah, that was yeah. like, because they've never, no one, they've never acknowledged that in the WWE. It's yeah. just a cool little. This is this is
1: why, like, you know, we've said it a million times that we're like us, just blown yeah. away
0: that they're willing to acknowledge
1: these other, yeah, even though they don't specifically say it, uh-huh. like they're not saying, hey, we were in New Japan together, you yeah. know. but they just they're still on the screen at the same time.
0: The next match is either going to be exactly what everyone thinks, or a completely unearned upset. Yeah, it's the Miz defending the Intercontinental Title against Apollo Cruz. Yeah, and the Miz wins. Yeah, it was okay. It I was a like short match. It was like five and a half minutes. Yeah, it was it wasn't not even a long, that long match. No,
1: Apollo Cruz, what do you do with him? We're not even like this is getting into fantasy booking, I guess, but we've complained like we've said time and time again. Like he doesn't. I don't know anything about Apollo Cruz. No. And I hate bringing it up every time, but it's like, if you want me to care about a match that Apollo Crews is in, I should care about Apollo Crews. More than just big smiley guy who yeah. can do flips.
0: <laughs> you know? John Cena versus AJ Styles. I actually rewatched this
1: before we recorded. I rewatched it today.
0: Match of the night,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hands down. Like, I felt bad because, because this show was so long and the way that they booked it. Was mm-hmm. very like almost set up for failure, kind of because they this this match maybe should have been first or it should have been a little bit later because mm-hmm. the crowd was like physically depleted yeah. after this match.
0: Match was awesome, yeah. Um, I mean, if you got the thing is like if you got tickets to SummerSlam, you're gonna go like we said this about WrestleMania, you're gonna go early, and so yeah. you've already sat through however many hours and hours of wrestling, mm-hmm. and then you've got this match that is just so. Hype and exciting, and then afterwards you're like, oh, oh I need to sit down for a, what, what's that? Yeah. What is it? a Tag team match. All right, okay. tag team pedal match. Right. Okay. Yeah. Get back up. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Roman Reigns? All right. All right.
1: Sure. Like, I went into this 100% expecting, sorry, spoiler alert AJ Styles to lose. Like, I just didn't think it. There's no way. I was like, "John, and all the John Cena complaints aside, like he does win most of his feuds. Like he yeah. comes out on top." Mm-hmm. And that's fine. He's the biggest name in the business. Yeah. Like sells the most merchandise. And that's, you know, that's just a fact of life. And the match that these two put on, it's kind of the same match like style or storytelling wise that AJ and Roman put on, mm-hmm. whereas AJ is like, "I am the better wrestler." Yeah. Like I am just better than you. You can't keep up with me. And that's always how they kind of... That's uh, how that match with Roman started off. Yeah, and, and
0: AJ's thing also is, like, I I take it very personally that you say that all these new new people have to go through you. Yeah. How, how dare you? Yeah. Especially, especially me, because I'm so much better than you.
1: Yeah. Right. I think we covered it on the last episode, too, but, like, there were some great promos by AJ saying, like, oh, I'm going to turn your passion into your prison yeah. when I beat you, and talking about... Like when I beat you at Summerslam, you got to come out here and you either have to say AJ Styles is the best and you're a loser, or AJ Styles is not the best and you're a liar. Which is
0: not, which was not technically a a stipulation because that hasn't happened. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. because AJ wins this match. Yes. And Cena after the match looks
1: shaken, dumbfounded. Actually, the best moment, my favorite moment of the match was right before the ending, and Cena hits like that top rope. Attitude adjustment. Yeah. And then AJ kicks out. Yeah. And he's just sitting in the corner like, <laughs> like what do I got to do? Like, just the way he looked was awesome. Loved it. I actually listened to, sorry, that brings up a good point. Another side. Um, I listened to, Kevin Owens was on Chris Jericho's podcast. Mm. And he actually said a sentence that really resonated with me is that wrestling is just moments yeah. rather than looking at it as a whole. Like, if you if you can deliver a match that is just one good moment, that's all he's really kind of looking for. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, um, what it brought up for me was, like, thinking about Zayn versus Nakamura yeah. from NXT. But just that, thinking about that, that moment when Sammy is falling down and he grabs the rope and just kind of hangs on for a second and then falls over. Like, that just, for some reason, that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's awesome. But, yeah, now
0: I'm just like, yeah, that's a good point. But like, it's also important to not... Uh, not that I think that Owens was—I'm not accusing Owens of of being short-sighted, but it is yeah. important not to be short-sighted with a, with something like that saying you know, like, oh, it's it's only about moments, because in in so many cases a moment will only resonate or be iconic if the match is, if you yeah. built it for yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so but I think that's, that's kind of
1: what he. Had- assumed yeah. like you're just saying like if you build and build like you're just, I, I,
0: I'm sure that he knows that and, yeah. I'm, and I'm sure that he's assuming that, that the listener understands yeah. that but I'm sure a lot of listeners don't yeah
1: that's and a good point yeah that's like yeah taking the storyline and crafting it and and molding into this thing where you yeah. can finally be like
0: like that the the the, the from the Zane Owens match where uh, Zane puts Owens back in the corner yeah. right yeah. that would that's like in a vacuum, it's like, oh, he like he wants to be extra mean to this guy. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything without the build-up. Yeah. But with that build up, that moment yeah. was so good. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's and it's just great. I was like, yeah, that's pretty he pretty much nailed
0: on the head like why I love wrestling.
1: Yeah. It's like that's the reason. they like, just give me the build up.
0: So AJ Styles beats John Cena clean. Yes in this Which, match.
1: Apparently, you know what, now that we, and then people brought up too, is like, oh, well, I mean, Cena actually loses at SummerSlam like all the time. <laughs> and he does. Like, yeah. he, he has like a, he's in four SummerSlam's in a row, he's put over somebody. Like, I think it was like Brian, and then last year was, was last year Brock? No, last year was Alberto De Rio. Really? Yeah, he lost the US
0: title. Ah. And then the year before that was when he lost to Brock. Wait, wasn't it him? No, it was him, last SummerSlam was him and Rollins. For the, for the... Oh, was it? Okay. That was the John Stewart. Yeah, never was. mind. You're, he you're lost you're the right. US title to uh, w- W.O. On, on Raw with yeah. his return. And then... Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry. Is this the new streak? <laughs> who can, can... Cena losing? Or... Yeah. Who can lose to John Cena? Who can, who can job to Cena at SummerSlam? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> James Elworth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cena look, sits in the ring dumbfounded and takes off his... Uh, Armband. His his never give up armband. Yeah, and leaves it in the ring. <laughs> and I thought he'd be then taking time off. There was like a rumor he was gonna then like leave to like do a movie or something. Then this I think was he did, like yeah. To but I he never seemed to have left TV. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's been around. Well, he wasn't at backlash. He wasn't at backlash, but that's yeah. about it. But I, I
1: think that's like a light schedule for a John Cena. Right? Yeah, I mean the so.
0: guy's a monster. Like he'd... since since then, AJ Styles has uh, he's been wearing that armband. Yeah, it's awesome. And he's, cause he's like, oh, look, look at this cool thing I found. And so he's been wearing John Cena's armband around, being like, look what I did. I beat John Cena. <laughs> yeah. It was great. So then we get the bit with John Stewart. Yep. And uh, he comes John's out. Stewart in The New Day, right? Yeah, well, yeah. it starts with John Stewart. He comes out, and he's talking about uh, the match between AJ and John Cena and mm-hmm. how it was great. And he talks about being here last year and uh, hitting John Cena with a steel chair. And then he says... Because the, on the next episode of Raw, John Cena hit him with an attitude adjustment because he was all pissed off. Yeah. And despite hustle, loyalty, and respect, John Cena continues to be disrespectful. <laughs> his character is kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, John Stewart says, if you're ever in a situation where you're going to be hit with an attitude adjustment, tuck in your shirt. Yeah. Because his his shirt went, whoop. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. New Day comes out and he takes off his hoodie to reveal a New Day t-shirt yeah. because... Big E is still out with ring postitis, yeah. and he's going to be cheering on Kofi and Xavier from from ringside yeah. when they when they do the next match, which is defending the tag team titles against Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. So it's the new day with John Stewart in their corner, defending uh, the titles uh, against yeah against Gallows and Anderson. And they start attacking John Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> The crowd start. The crowd they they get ready to to pull John John Stewart into the ring post. Oh yeah. And the crowd's him. like yes yes <laughs> yes. But Biggie runs out. Yeah. He's back He's and back. his balls are okay. <laughs> and he <laughs> levels. God. He just uh, just beats the crap out of Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. And the referee calls for the bell. So it's actually it's it's a it's a I guess it's DQ because of. They I like guess attacked Big E DQs. Yeah, because like they attack.
1: I don't. Know, I can't remember if they called I, it a no contest because like they attacked John Stewart. Yeah,
0: I kind of like that New Day, despite definitely being good guys, still kind of continue to win matches with sort of heel tactics. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's like the Eddie Guerrero, right? Yeah, that will be forever. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the official ruling winner. Uh, the the club wins by DQ. Yeah, and I think so, that's why they get their
1: rematch because. In kayfabe terms, it's like, oh, you won by DQ, so it's just like, okay, yeah. we need to have another one. To...
0: Biggie also takes a drink from the, oh, like, yeah. the
1: the pickled egg glass, pickled egg jar, yeah. yeah. Blah.
0: Blah. <laughs> Next up, with many matches left to go on the card, yeah, Jesus, the world championship match.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah see, this is where people were like, <laughs> the pacing is just all over the place. Yeah. And I felt really bad because this match was actually really good. And the crowd was just not feeling it. Like, they were not; they were just burned out, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean Ambrose wrestled like a heel this match. Yeah. yeah. This is,
0: so, this is, yeah, this is Dean Ambrose defending against Dolph Ziggler, yeah. who start fighting before the match has even begun. Yeah. And Shane and Daniel Bryan have to break them up. And then, yeah, uh, Dean Ambrose wrestled like a heel, which was really... He was, like, taunting was, Ziggler and doing cool. all that stuff. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was like
1: someone needed to be a heel... I well, because I, like, well, I
0: talked about this uh, ahead of time, that I was like, I was really interested that both these guys were sort of, they were meant to be the good guys, kind of, yeah. and how was how this going to go? But Dean's character certainly uh, lends itself more to... Because, like, when the
1: S.H.I.E.L.D. first came in, they were heels, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, wasn't Dean or more of the mouthpiece, I guess, mm-hmm. of the group? So, yeah, Dean
0: did most of the talking. Yeah.
1: So he knows how to be, like, I'm not saying, like, He knows how to do it right like Mm -hmm. it's not like he was a babyface his entire career or anything like that yeah but uh, I don't know the match was good Um, Ziggler is always fun to watch I think Um, I
0: like Ziggler a lot yeah
1: and I think like even the build-up to this match is really great Mm -hmm. as far as making us believe even though like Ziggler
0: hasn't won that much um, I put those clips of uh, Spirit Squad and Kerwin White in the last episode did you yeah his humble beginnings Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think uh, the finish is just a dirty deeds. Yeah, uh, it's um, Ambrose lands on his feet after Ziggler tries to hit a facebuster off the top rope. Ah, oh, yeah. That's what it and was. yeah, Ambrose lands on his feet and, and hits, hits with the dirty deeds and yeah. gets the pinfall. It's
1: just it's just a shame about the crowd. They're just burned out.
0: Like. Yeah, I mean after the AJ Cena match and then the New Day thing, they're yeah. just like, oh right, more the wrestling. world title. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it also felt weird. It was just, like, put in the middle of the show. And also, like, doesn't it go world title match and then it's, like, the women's match? And then it's yeah. Reigns and Risa. Then we then? have
0: Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Carmella versus Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Bella. Yeah. Because it's a surprise return for Nikki Bella because Eva Marie's announcer comes uh, on yeah. and says, Eva Marie will not be competing tonight as she is on vacation after suffering from exhaustion. Exhaustion, <laughs> by the way, brought on from dealing with... Social media fans, really? Yeah, uh, dealing from yeah. dealing with excitable <laughs> WWE fans, she is exhausted. Yeah, you know.
1: match was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Be 100 percent honest. There's someone
0: six... literally just tweeted at me, like I just got a Twitter notification yeah. from someone saying, "Wait, is Sami Zayn's finisher really called the Hell of a Kick?" Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag took way too long to figure out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Hell of a Kick. Hell it's of a, a, a Kick. It's a hell of a kick. Yeah, in the <laughs> Indies. It... <laughs> In the Indies, it was called the Yakuza Kick.
1: But they can't obviously call it the Yakuza Kick. Fair enough. On primetime television. Where, actually, I'm still blown away that they call Reigns' move the drive-by still. Yeah. They call it the drive-by. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't know, man. Bada boom, shakalaka anyway so yeah Nikki Returns huge pop (laughs) yeah it was actually a massive pop it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be and she even though she's on the heel team Mm, yeah they got to remember that someone even if heel coming back is going to be cheered yeah but I I think
1: in the long run for stuff like this I think they don't care I don't they're think just they're like we're them. just gonna throw her out there. Like it yeah. doesn't matter what kind of reaction she gets because we can just change the story mm-hmm. next week, like this week on television, right? Like yeah. we can, they can. I mean, they don't always do that, obviously, but yeah. I think they don't care. Um, I dig Naomi's new thing. Her yeah, it's whole awesome.
0: Stick with the yeah, glow with in the, the glow dark, and, the,
1: and she's she's improved a lot. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Going to the the six pack match for the women's title on SmackDown. That match was. Awesome, the backlash match. Yeah, I was like, "Wow!" It's like it's funny how we looked at SmackDown's women's roster. Like it's kind of shallow, and it's been awesome.
0: They've been doing amazing work with it. Yeah, they've actually on Raw. You literally have have the title picture and Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, they actually got a lot better. Like at Clash of Champions on the pre-show, Nia fought. Alicia Fox. Yeah. So there's at least there was a little bit of a story there, and, and it was, wasn't just a jobber that Nia was fighting.
0: Yeah. Nikki, Natalia, and Alexa Bliss win this match. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They reveal the universal title. Oh, God. Yeah. And the crowd spends the rest of the pay-per-view just pissing about this title belt. Yeah,
1: fucking... <laughs> I was so mad. I was actually upset. I was watching. I was like, you... Who the fuck cares? Like, I didn't even think it looked bad when I saw it. I, thought it I was like, okay. "It's red." Yeah, I was like, whatever. "It looks a little hokey," but whatever, man. Because Finn, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins put on an awesome match, and all the crowd did the whole time was chant about the fucking belt. And then I guess Seth Rollins posted on Twitter like the next day. He's like, "I'm disappointed, Brooklyn," to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Fair enough, man." Yeah. It's Like, good on you. I mean, no offense to people from Brooklyn that are watching right now, but. You guys on, were assholes! <laughs> like, come on! Yeah, who cares? It's a fucking belt. Like, it doesn't. It's it's a very small part. Yeah. Of and like, like the, there's. I mean, there's stuff I would have loved for them to do, like bring back the old eagle belt. Yeah, that thing would have been. And like awesome. we said,
0: like I, I thought it looked underwhelming when sat there, mm-hmm. but when once once someone was like holding it, it yeah. I was like, all okay. right, no, it's okay. I'm on board with it. Yeah. But it's I don't know why. And anyway, I guess they should have revealed it. at... You know what they should have done is revealed what the belt looked like on Raw to yeah. get that out of the way, and not revealed the Demon King until. Yeah, they should have flipped it. They, yeah, they really should have. Yeah. yeah, they should have flipped it. So yeah, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor as the Demon King. Yeah. For the inaugural uh, WWE Universal Championship.
1: Yeah. And oof, Finn Balor. Really good match. Fucking shoulder blows up, and they yeah, show Seth, it like eight million Seth times.
0: Picks him up, and. I don't know what the move is called. He
1: does does that powerbomb into the turnbuckle, but he did it on the outside.
0: Yeah, so powerbomb into the barricade, and Balor sort of turns around and stops his fall with his arm, and (laughs) dislocates his shoulder, and you can see him pop it back in. Yeah, it's so gross! And keep wrestling for another, like, ten minutes. Yeah, dude. And finish and win this match to be the first... WWE Universal Champion.
1: I'd be tapping out the second that oh. thing popped out. i be like, time out, <laughs> we're done. Stop, stop. Oh, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. Adam's down. Like, can't believe it. No man, it was nuts. And and for the next like three weeks, they replay that fucking that slow motion injury
0: over and over again. And the whole time, I'm just like, oh, stop, please stop. So uh, also, the um, Finn Balor wins. Yeah. Which Did, I actually didn't expect. I didn't expect that either. No. That's didn't amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. And then you find out the next night that because of that injury, it wasn't just a dislocated shoulder. He also tore... Tore his labrum? Yeah. Tore labrum. Whatever it is. Yeah. Sure. Labrum. I yeah. believe you. <laughs> um, he is going to be out for yeah. like six months because he needs minor surgery. Yeah. And he has to well, said, like, the title. Well, they said like six to eight. Yeah. And then they're like,
1: more like eight plus. Like, it's Ooh, a lot boy. worse. That, that's what they... That's the vibe I got. Was from what I and then I was just reading reports online. Like I'm not hearing it from Finn Balor himself uh, or from I'm the just, doctor.
0: I'm praying for a Royal Rumble return. That's what we're all hoping for. I think
1: because uh, we were like, I think everybody was like, When did he get hurt? <laughs> be back for the Rumble,
0: right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you, you yeah, it. So. John Cena can't be the only Wolverine they have on staff, yeah, it's, right?
1: it's true, right? Well, Seth Rollins did an admirable That's job coming actually, back from the yeah. injury. The match was great. Finn or Finn Balor wins, so he's your first ever WWE Universal and Champion. You can't take that away from him. He's still the first
0: ever, yeah. And this, when he
1: comes back, he's
0: instantly inserted into the title picture. I hope so. Yeah. And so the next night on Raw, they he he has to they they, they his arm is in a sling, but they let him come down to the ring with it before he has to. Give it to Mick Foley, yeah. and then of course Seth comes down and is all pissy yeah. and is like, "I want the thing. Give it to me because yeah. you know I'm number was There, yeah. I guess I get it now, yeah. but no, they end up doing a whole thing with it, which, which, which I felt we'll really bad for Finn
1: because it's like his parents are in the front row, and it's just like, and he's smiling. He looks, he's putting on such a good face about it, you know? Yeah. Even though he's like spent, you know, he spent two years in NXT to get to this moment, right? Yeah. To the, well, I mean, more than two years because obviously all the stuff he did on the independence, but. You know, you spend two years in WWE developmental to get to the main stage, and you finally get there, and then your first pay-per-view you match, and you win the title, the, the Raw Brand Championship, and then your shoulder's fucked. So, see you in six to eight months. Oh. God, that's those
0: are bad beats. That's, <laughs> those are the baddest beats. Did you, did you see him tweeting about how he got clearance from the medical staff to, to put Lego together? <laughs> no, he was like, because they, they they're like they're like you can't you can't do anything with this arm. You got to keep this arm completely, mm-hmm. you know, steady. And then like uh, like a month after the injury, he was like, he he, he tweeted, "Is like I got clearance. I can put Lego together again. That's Yay. amazing." And then the official Lego account was like, "Sweet." <laughs> yeah. Did they send him free Lego? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, you need something to do. And that was that was the last uh, match on the card. Yeah, that's the, it. The Everybody last, go home. We're all last, done. That was the last real match. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So but, next, this, yeah. the next match match is yeah. supposed to be Reigns challenging Rusev for the U.S. title. Yeah. But they come down to the ring and they immediately start fighting. Yep. Before the match is even started. Yeah.
1: And this is weird because I was like, I was sympathizing with Rusev. <laughs> As weird. Yeah, it was, Reigns going is just into beating
0: this. the shit out of him.
1: Yeah, I was like, poor Rusev, man. And he was like, he's just, I mean, he was having, he was a heel showing off that, we talked about this, but the wedding ceremony and everything else. Yeah. And even with the whole time he's beating out, I was like, Rusev is actually just defending the honor of his wife. <laughs> and so, and Reigns is beating the crap out of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the officials are trying to separate them, yeah. but they can't. And uh, they, they rule that Rusev is not fit to compete because yeah. Reigns is clocked him above the head so uh, so much. Yeah, And so there's no, there, there's it made no, Reigns look like a badass. It did. Yeah. It did. Like, the thing is, I actually, I actually thought this was totally sweet. Yeah. I actually really dug that there, that there wasn't a match, that it was just a brawl that it meant that there couldn't be a match, and that, you know, I thought it actually worked well for both, for both people, it worked well for this build. Mm. But putting this match here yeah. on the card, At this point in the card it was just sort of like. What, uh-huh? Yeah.
1: Like, uh, both uh, world
0: title matches... So tiring.
1: ...were before this.
0: And I wasn't even having any of the slam guaritas. <laughs> <laughs> I had a beer. Yeah. But I was like, ugh, I'm
1: uh, so done so, with everything. Yeah, I was pretty, like... That's what I meant. You know, the pacing of this event was... Yeah. ...off. So, yeah, we had a no contest. And so then... And then we didn't really, like, even after this, we didn't hear much about this feud, because... Rusev was like kind of here and there,
2: yeah. kind of
1: come and go, uh, leading up to Clash of Champions.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, a couple weeks before it got a bit more intense, but Rusev was just kind of like Mount Rusev. Reigns was just kind of inserted into the title picture again, briefly. kind of briefly, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they've they've just been like teasing at it. Yeah, they'll put him in like, if you win this match, you're going to be inserted into the title match kind of thing, nope. which they've been doing okay. for like, the last two months. Back
0: down to Back down U.S. Title, title, I guess. Yeah. So Yeah, it was a thing. It and happened. then your main event. Yeah. Nominally, Brock Lesnar yeah. versus Randy Orton, the match fifteen years in the making. The fuck. Are you serious? You know what I? You know what I hated about this match more than the finish?
1: The build up? No. Uh. The well, the build up. They spent the entire build up saying takes one RKO. That's it. One RKO and I can win this. Randy Orton hits an RKO in the match. Didn't make a difference. Yep. You know, like I maybe I'm being nitpicky, but. When that's the focal point of the buildup, it it either shouldn't happen or he
0: should win the match. Yeah. That's my reasoning. You know what I mean? So, unsurprisingly, but kind of upsettingly, it very quickly turns into the way that Lesnar matches have been booked recently over the past couple years, which is just... Lesnar beats the crap out of someone and throws them over the ring, mm-hmm. even though it's Randy Orton. Like Randy tries to do his normal stuff, and then like a little bit of it happens, and he gets like a little bit of offense, yeah. and then it's just nope. Now Brock is suplexing you all over the ring. Yeah, and then the finish happens because Brock hits <sighs> hits a very stiff elbow into Randy's forehead. Uh, he hits once, yeah, and it doesn't work because this is very much intentional. And he hits a second time and busts Randy's forehead open. Yeah, and then. You'll note that he starts hitting him more softly and actually pulling punches. Like it's it's this is very intentional to like the finish for this match was for Brock to bust Randy open. Yeah. But man, did he bust Randy open? Yeah, he busted. Randy's just gushing blood from his forehead. It's like thirteen staples or something like that. Yeah. And I don't advocate this like.
1: That's good. The hard they call it the hard way. Yeah.
0: Well, they don't they haven't they don't blade anymore. Yeah. Right. And. I guess, and we we sort of threw shade on them for that time that they gave Roman a blood pack. Uh, Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was awful, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. If they, like, I don't mind using, like, a real sort of injury like that as a way to make things seem really, like, really real and really visceral, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, man, Brock just. Wailed on Randy's head to to you know it's it was the the backstage story is that, that no one knew about this except for Randy and Brock and yeah. I guess Vince or you know probably Triple H I don't know like a couple people backstage yeah and um, it was basically like hey can you hit him in the forehead really in hard. a way in a way that he yeah. will bust open and bleed and it, you know yes okay yeah. cool Randy this is how the match is going to end he's going to bust your head open and bleed and then we'll call it we'll call the match. To, on a technical, because you're bleeding everywhere, and it's yeah. like, okay, how, that's got to be weird to get told yeah, that just we're like, gonna hit your head so hard that you bleed, and then uh, that'll be the end of the match. Also, you're losing, so
1: yeah, it's just like the head injury, th- like with all these problems with concussions and head injuries, and it's just right? Like, just made me feel really uncomfortable.
0: I didn't like it. I didn't like the ending. So Shane runs down and starts getting in Lesnar's face, being yeah. like, "What the hell are you doing?" Because. Randy is on SmackDown, and Shane's like, that's my, that's one of my yeah. highest stars. He had a reason to be there. like yeah, oh, exactly. That was like a... So he's like, what are you doing? And then Brock F-5'd Shane, Shane,
1: Shane. Yeah.
0: which is, that, by the way, was the, that was when I was like, okay, this was intentional. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. in the moment, yeah. what they're trying to make you think, this is that sort of reality era line blurring that we were talking about, mm-hmm. Whether, what they're trying to make you think is like, holy shit, did... Is this real? Like, is this unscripted? Did Brock Lesnar actually just get so mad that he thought he was in MMA and busted Randy Orton's head open legitimately in what is supposed to be a pretend fight? Yeah. Right? But when Shane came down, like, Brock might, like, I would believe maybe... I don't know Brock personally. Maybe he could get so mad. I don't actually th- I think he's actually more professional than that. Yeah. But you know, maybe he could get so mad. They've done such a great job of blurring his character about what maybe he is this crazy, you know, nut, like yeah. that nut job who yeah. got popped for doing steroids at UFC or whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. he would do that, right? Yeah. But he's not going to F5 Shane McMahon and Shane's not going to Take F five yeah. from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. If it's not, if that's not planned part of the story. So,
1: <sighs> did I mention this what time? a lame
0: ending to it was a pay per view? Super though.
1: lame ending.
0: It just ended on a big.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made Rob. I think like my honeymoon with Brock is kind of over. Like yeah. I'm just he does. It's been kind of the same match every time. Yeah. And now they it feels like they've kind of backed themselves into this corner where every Brock match has to go that way every time. Um, yep i was i don't know if i mentioned this on the last show but i know i talked about it with you but i'm i was hoping that this storyline heading out of this after shane getting f5 by brock was shane would become a man possessed trying to find someone from smackdown to to beat beat Brock to beat brock because like brock's like raw's big hired gun right so now he would spend all his time like putting people through ridiculous matches and stuff trying to get them find that one person or, like, hiring people from NXT, i.e., Samoa
0: Joe. Samoa Joe.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, I would pay a lot of money to watch Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar beat the piss out of each other. Is that where the, that's, uh,
0: I don't know, um, maybe it started earlier than that. Is that where the so and is going to kill you chant started with Joe?
1: Yeah. Joe, yeah. I think it originally re- originated, or originated in, like, Ring of Honor. And I know Samoa Joe. Before,
0: at, before TNA?
1: Yeah, before TNA. Right. Ring of Honor was, like, I remember watching, like, Videos of Samoa Joe and CM Punk had these like super great matches, and I that was the first time I'd heard it was Joe's, Joe's gonna, gonna kill you, yeah.
0: And then the NXT crowd applied that to Asuka, Oscar. Asuka's gonna kill you, yeah. yeah.
1: I've heard like Bray is gonna kill you and stuff like that, too. Really, Bray yeah. Wyatt, really, okay. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's that's how SummerSlam that, that was it. SummerSlam. I had a fun time with it, yeah, while watching it, but yeah, the the pacing again, the individual matches, most of them seemed fine, but the pacing was sort of all over the place, and it just felt like such an anti-climax to end on that weird, like... Yeah, it was like... TKO with, like, medical staff you, trying to push Brock do away. Do you buy
1: or, into the philosophy of never end on
0: a down note? I don't think you'd have to never end on a down note, but you should end on... Like, send the fans home happy? You should end on... Uh, I. You should end on something more more of a definitive resolution.
1: Yeah, that's than, I think that's what I mean, too, is like send the fans home happy-ish. Like, you know, like, just have a finish, you In know this, what I mean? In
0: this main event, Brock or Randy could have won that match, and it would have been a fine end to SummerSlam. Yeah. Right? But this sort of, like, eh, no, this is the medical people in the ring, yeah. and what's going on, and oh, it's over, oh. Huh? It's over. Was yeah. this sort of, like, hmm. Apparently, this is, again, sort of backstage stories, somewhat corroborated by the man himself, but Chris Jericho yeah, got... This really concerned mm-hmm. fair enough you know that Randy was bleeding everywhere and uh, the 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 rumor is that he went into he showed up at the gorilla position just inside the the curtains yeah I was like what what's going like was that the finish mm-hmm. w- like was that what you had planned to happen or is he legitimately hurt and again rumor the uh, Michael Hayes basically was like don't worry about it Jesus. and just wouldn't wouldn't give him a straight answer Fuck. which super pissed him off, because yeah. he's friends with Randy and is worried about his 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 well-being, yeah. and so Jericho starts yelling about how that's bullshit as Lesnar comes through the curtains yeah. and thinks that Jericho's talking about Lesnar, yeah. Lesnar and Lesnar's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And Jericho <laughs> gets up in Lesnar's face, yeah, and is like, you're going to make me do something about it? And <laughs> Triple H had to pull them apart. I'd yeah. be like, it's okay. it's okay, that was planned, everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: good on jericho because yeah. i wouldn't
0: do that f that no man. god no. never
1: in a million years no i'd be like you know what here take my wallet <laughs> you can have it yeah it's yours enjoy here's my all my information
0: and my it's codes. like what you know I, am i allowed to have an opinion on this i don't know but i think that like not Telling people yeah. is way more bullshit than than having a finish be busting yeah, yeah, someone open, yeah, yeah. right? Because it's like when they're cause like I'm, if if that all happened the way that the story supposedly says, mm-hmm. right? For Michael Hayes to to not give Jericho a straight answer—that sounds is weird for such an asshole yeah. move, you know. That's where I but start finding the story hard to believe. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll never know. Yeah. We'll so never it's like know. whatever, but I. But Jericho did did because you know that,
1: that like Hayes is just as concerned for talent
0: yeah as anyone else is you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah but Jericho did confirm that there was an altercation with him and Brock backstage that did not come to blows okay. but that that because Jericho still alive <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, but that, yeah. uh, you know, like Jericho that I love like, you but yeah. Brock would eat cruiserweight you alive. Jericho I remember yeah doing all that S- flippy shit yeah so then two weeks later with three weeks later backlash yeah it just so it quick it was like. <laughs> that was it. More yeah. like Whiplash. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was, it was <laughs> so good. It was like, oh, right, because now there's all these pay-per-views happening all of the time. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, gee. That's when I knew we were in deep shit. At
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that moment they were like, Backlash is only one week. Next week on Backlash. I'm like, what? <laughs> Next week? We haven't even recorded SummerSlam yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, long and short of backlash leading up to it was AJ Styles telling, reminding everyone that he beat up John Cena and he was carrying around the wristband, yep. AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose, this was like, really, actually, this is the first time that I've heard crowds boo Ambrose, was this lead up, and even during their match. Yeah. was like, people were booing Ambrose. Mm-hmm. He wasn't exactly catching the world on fire leading up to this event. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, his promos and stuff, I felt like, anyway. Yeah. Um, on the ending of one episode of Smack, like, two weeks before Backlash, um, Dean Ambrose is having a match with Baron Corbin, mm-hmm. and AJ Styles interferes, and causes Corbin to lose. And Ambrose ends up crotching AJ on the top rope. AJ goes to attack him and he like knocks him off and crotches him, which is where they, you know, fall crotch first on the top rope. And that's literally how the episode ended. I was like, okay, that's an ending, yeah. And uh, I think the next week they had a promo where Dean brings a trophy for uh, AJ. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, it's my old bowling trophy. It was for participation, so you should fit right in in your house or something like that. And I'm like, oh damn, <laughs> got him. Yeah. Wow. And then AJ, uh, foreshadowing, kicks Dean in the groin mm-hmm. and then smashes the trophy. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of like little random backstage segments with AJ, like talking to interns and stuff. And I think he smashes one of their phones because <laughs> he thought he was taking a picture of AJ. Like he thought he was taking a picture as AJ was walking by.
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, it's texting my mom. There- <laughs> so, there's the ongoing, the the ongoing Heath Slater, yes, debacle. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Was this the Miz promo?
1: This was after SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. So, in- I don't. Did we talk about it last week? No, we didn't. No. Okay. Mike Mizuno. Is that what his name is? Mizanin. Mizanin. Yeah. Okay. Mizuno. Mizuno. <laughs> you Fucking idiot, Adam. All right. The great Mizuno. We'll edit it in post. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, no, that's staying in. No, that's staying in. Um... On a epi- So every after every episode of SmackDown, they have this thing called Talking Smack.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My Twitter feed actually blew up oh, when this too. happened. Me yeah, too. I was like, this is where I was kind of freaked out about doing this. because mm. So many people, you know, it's just a weird. Like you're probably used to it, I guess. Like yeah. I wasn't, and I was just weird. It just felt weird. That's all. Not to discourage you from doing it, yeah. but I just, as someone who is not used to that kind of attention, that like people actually. We were like,
0: Being like, you see you what's happening? See yeah, do yeah. you know what's
1: happening? Are you watching this right now? And I was just like, uh, No, what? but I turned it on.
0: Yeah. Um, so, Talking Smack is like, it's a half hour show that immediately yeah. follows SmackDown. It's a brilliant idea. But it's, yeah, it's broadcast yeah. on the network. It's hosted by Renee Young. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan's often on it. Yeah. And often on it. And it's <laughs> a, it's I mean, it's meant to be a talk show. It's still broadly in storyline. I think it's like it's,
1: 100% in storyline.
0: But it's, well, yeah, yeah, and no. But it's 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 a little more relaxed. Yeah, you know, and yeah, there was this there was this episode of Talking Smack where Daniel Bryan's there and the Miz and yeah. Maurice come on and Miz starts cutting a promo on Daniel Bryan.
1: Well, the thing that sets it off is Daniel's like, if I was still when I was an indie wrestler, I would describe, you know, I was going to describe the the, the slow Mrs. boring WWE style. I would point to you. Yeah,
0: like you are the wrestler that I would point out. Yeah, like,
1: I don't want to wrestle like that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and he Miz just he just
0: des- he describes he describes it specifically, Miss's wrestling style. To note that Miss has not ever been injured in the yeah. WWE. Yeah, he describes his style as safe. Safe. Yeah. And Miz, and Miz loses it. And w- we have no idea how much of this was. I think it was all planned. Planned? Like, I mean, I guess, but like, he starts going off on Dana Bryan being like, oh, safe, yeah. Yeah. Safe, yeah, so, you know, you'd rather that I got injured and then be here like you, who can't wrestle anymore. Yeah.
1: Because you're. you're you told everyone, oh, I'll be yeah. back to defend this or get my Intercontinental title after he got injured after winning the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania
0: 31? And then he had to yeah. vacate the title. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you told everyone you'd be back to take this, and guess what? You never did. Yeah and he gets like really personal about it and Brian like objects a little bit and then just leaves like yeah. Brian looks like so angry and overcome by emotion i mean
1: miz has a point
0: right yeah. <laughs> like you like and then, the
1: thing about this this promo was like miz had a point
0: yeah. yeah he's like yeah i you know like i wrestle safe and i'm still wrestling yeah and then he and then when brian leaves Miz is like, and Renee Young is trying to defuse him, and he's like, "No, shut up! I'm still talking." And he's like, "Point the camera at me!" And he yeah. just starts yelling directly into the camera, oh, like an old so like good. 1980s promo, yeah. being like, "Look, I'm still here, and I'm fighting, and I'm defending it, and you people." It's day 140 of the Miz Intercontinental World Tour. Yeah, again. you, you know, like you people, you know, you're always, you know, you're 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 booing me or whatever, but I'm I am still here, and it's yeah. this amazing, like visceral promo. Man, we were we were on the Miz train when we started this show. Oh yeah. And it's only gotten better. And it's only gotten better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So good. Um, I haven't really watched a lot of the other episodes of Talking Smack, so I don't know if they They actually put good.
0: together a uh, a uh, a cool little, on the WWE YouTube channel, they put together like a sort of The Rise of The Miz, like a little three minute video package of really? like through his career, like starting on The Real World and then Tough Enough. Oh, I think tough they, enough they, they,
1: they showed it on SmackDown, I I'm, think. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm, yeah. They showed uh, that thing. It was really cool. The second best Miz video package behind the one before the title match at WrestleMania. Never saw him. Was it good? It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was like him, like it was like him, like in a dark room, like watching all these monitors and like That's so cool. being like, you yeah. know, you have a lot of preconceptions about me, and yeah. fuck you. Yeah, it was great. So, and then Heath Slater, like <laughs> Heath Slater,
1: was. It's so hard picking the best storyline in SmackDown because they were all
0: really good. <laughs> so, we talked about Heath Slater challenging Brock and getting up in Brock's yeah. face and being like, You know, I've got my kids. You know, we've, we, you're like, I have to, I have to try and do this. And Brock beats the crap out of him. Yeah. And then so he fights on,
1: Randy Orton and gets, and wins by DQ. Yes. And then they were like, Here's your contract. And Heath Slater's like so out of it that he calls
0: Shane Stephanie and then they take the contract yeah. away. So, he brings his kids. Yeah, to 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 the show. There's like you know Heath's kids. It's like hashtag or whatever. Yeah, and he talks about uh, what's his wife's name? Beulah. Beulah. And is this
1: the episode before or after they take him to? They go to his actual trailer park.
0: I can't. Well, this is all in, like, in the lead up to backlash. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Uh, they they t- he, he talks about how he how they're going to get a double wide. Yeah, like they, like they like they want to get a double wide trailer. Yeah, um, an above ground pool. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. He's just basically like, and the
1: crowd's eating it up. Yeah, leaning, like,
0: uh, leaning into sort of like, uh, I don't want to say redneck, but like redneck aspirations. Yeah, you know? like like like
1: just, just hitting the big time. You,
0: you don't want to. It's not about moving out of the trailer park. It's about getting a, the best, best trailer. trailer. Yeah, right. I, I, I love that. Yeah, and I, I, I doubt any of the people that were in the ring with him were actually his family. Yeah, but okay, you know, because like
1: Slater and Rhino got teamed together to be part of this. Tag Team Tournament. Yeah. Because, sorry. They introduce after SummerSlam. They introduce a uh, women's title mm-hmm. and a pair of tag team titles, which are blue. Yeah. Know, like coloring. They look they sweet. Look, they
0: look sweet. I mean. So you have. I've always liked. People call them like the penny belts. I've always really liked the bronze tag team belts. They've on Raw. grown on me. I I, yeah. I just I I kind of like them also because you know bronze they're kind of like the third tier belt on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have those in silver on blue on SmackDown yeah. for the. SmackDown tag team belts, and yes, a women's belt on SmackDown. So the women's division on SmackDown has something to do. Yes. And the inaugural tag team champs for SmackDown and women's champs for SmackDown will be decided on Backlash. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, they have a tag team tournament yeah. to figure out who's going to be, who's going to fight for it at Backlash. Yeah. And they're like, and you know what? You're not under contract, but Heath, he sure, you can tag with Rhino.
1: And if and then they say, like, if you win, you, can, you get a contract?
0: Yeah. So it's like, okay, so he gets Rhino,
1: and there was a building on, like, Heath takes his kids to a SmackDown event, and also they do a Renee Young, like, interview at Heath's house. Yeah. His trailer park, and it's, like, Beulah, his wife, and then they, like, they don't know where their kids are. They said, oh, I don't know, they're out digging for parts or something. I can't remember what they said. And, like, Heath's wife brings out hors d'oeuvres, for them to eat. And it's just like a Poor plate. Germs. It's a plate with saltines on it, which are just like crackers. With a uh, spray cheese whip. Yeah. With spray cheese on it. And Rhino digs into it. It was pretty funny. His, his wife's
0: real name is Stephanie. Ah. And he has two children. You
1: mean that's not his real wife? <laughs> ah, my perception.
0: Yeah. His, his real name is also Heath Wallace Miller third.
1: Damn.
0: That's fancy. Citation needed. So
1: they have this tag team tournament. Yeah. Heath and Rhino just evan- like eventually get to the finals. They beat um, the Hype Bros and somebody else. I'm trying to remember. God. Where's No, I don't think it was. I'm trying
0: to think of the the only other tag teams on SmackDown. Yeah, there's not many. No, oh,
1: Headbangers. The Headbangers came back. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. I they forgot beat, about that. They beat the Hype Bros round one, and then the Headbangers, the headbangers. who were... A tag team in the Attitude Era, Mosh and Thrash, they were the headbangers and they were just metalheads. Headbangers? They're former tag team champions. Yeah. They beat, I think they beat the APA for the titles. Wow. Yeah. So they came back for one night. Oh, was it just a one night thing? I think thing? it was just a one night thing because oh. I haven't seen them since. Huh. But I remember reading a tweet from one of the Mosh or Thrasher Thrash or something. One of them was super excited. was like, "Oh, I get finally be on WWE TV, and my kid can watch." Cool. It's like, "Oh, good for you." Nice. So the Headbangers came back. They lost to Rhino, and basically every Heath Slater Rhino match is Heath gets beat up for a real long time, and then tags in Rhino, and Rhino gore somebody. Nice.
0: And then they win, and that's it. Yeah. So what happens with the Usos? The Usos. I, 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 I haven't actually seen this episode. Yeah.
1: The Usos beat somebody in round one, and then they faced. They were facing in round two to go to the finals. They were facing American Alpha. Right and before the match the Usos gave this like typical babyface promo that was like "We like, know Oose. American Alpha are a couple good dudes and they're the new kids on the block but we're here to show them that we still run this show because we're the Usos and we've won all kinds of stuff around here let's do it Us."
0: hashtag play hard in the paint
1: yeah <laughs> you know that's a basketball thing right
0: what yeah we Used don't we me. don't we don't have
1: that in Canada <laughs> yeah we don't have the basketballs um, so they cut this promo, and then they mm-hmm. go have this match with American Alpha, and they lose. the match is over in like under a minute. Yeah, American Alpha basically hit the um, Grand Amplitude, which is a launching suplex where Jason Jordan launches them in the air, and then Chad Gable catches them on the way down into like a bridging, pinning German suplex kind of yeah. thing. The Usos lose it after they lose that match and attack Jason Jordan, not Jason Jordan, sorry, Chad Gable. They target his knee, um, they chop block him, they do like a big splash onto his knee, and then, yeah, they, that's a, basically essentially, that, that's just the heel turn, right? They yeah. just freak out after the match, and then they get to an interview and they're like, yeah, this was just us the whole time, right? It was, boiling, it was building, it was building, it was building, we're sick of these new guys being around. And it's like, we gotta
0: take business into our own hands. So they gave the Usos the heel turn they should've given Roman.
1: Yeah, essentially.
0: Because I'm, I'm a lot more into them now. Yeah. Oh, God. This has been they're, like a revitalization. <laughs> yeah, there's a hundred times more interesting. So how did they get back into the tournament? Because so at, at Backlash, they are fighting the hype, the hype Bros to get into the finals against Slater so and So what Rino. they
1: announced after that, it, because this that attack happened like the week. That was the go-home episode of SmackDown. Mm. So they announced that because of the attack to Chad Gable, he wasn't medically fit, fit cleared. Yeah. Ah. He wasn't medically clear to so like, okay, well, we're going to have the Hype Bros, because the Headbangers can't come back. Right. <laughs> They're going to have the Hype Bros and the Usos fight on Backlash, mm-hmm. and then the winner of that fights Slater and Rhino. Later that same later night. Later that same night. Okay, cool. And then the women were... they didn't They didn't do a whole lot that just stood out, but it was just the women being like, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. I think there was one actually one interview where They started with Becky, um, Alexa, Natty, and Carmella Mm. in the ring. And Becky was just basically getting the heels to yell at each other, it was kind
0: of funny. (laughs) And And they had a match on an episode of SmackDown where Carmella turned heel.
1: Yeah, so Carmella turned heel, which was Thank God, because she wasn't doing anything yeah. as a face. And By she attacked attacking... Nikki Bella on Talking Smack. She attacked Nikki on SmackDown. Yeah. And then on the episode of Talking Smack that, that same night, night. Yeah, yeah. She attacked Nikki again. Yeah. And I think that just even the way Carmella presents herself lends itself more
0: mm-hmm. to
1: being a heel. Because she was a face before because she was associated with
0: Enzo. I love cast. her ridiculously complicated submission hold. God, what do they call it? Dead Space? Something like that. Wow, that's a pretty straight up name. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Someone's huh. going to correct
1: me. All right. Something dead, something or something space.
0: So yeah. then, from the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia, and presented by KFC, it is Backlash 2016. There are.
1: Oh, sorry. We didn't cover the ridiculous Chicken and Colonel Sanders commercial. It's <laughs> there ridiculous. Are eight
0: sorry, matches on the card.
1: That SummerSlam commercial, if you can find it, look it up. I don't even know what you would look up. Dolph, just look up Dolph Ziggler, Ms. KFC, and I'm sure you'll find it's it on so YouTube. It's so weird.
0: It's weird, Dolph dude. as Colonel and, Sanders looks amazing. Yeah.
1: So basically, the commercial, sorry, sorry, I just remembered, because this that commercial, they placed that after the Roman Reigns match.
0: It confused the hell out of me. And like
1: right in between Roman Reigns and Rusev, no contest, and Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton,
0: yeah. did not finish kind of thing.
1: Basically, the Miz is like a chicken. He's trying to sell a second-rate chicken sandwich. It's like a TV commercial. They're like
0: in a yeah, in like a suburban house or something. Yeah, and then it cuts to an to a WWE arena. Yeah, and Dolph, dressed like Colonel Sanders, is in the ring. Yeah. Cutting a promo being like, hey, chicken man, and then the Miz on the screen in this commercial, like stops doing the commercial and like turns to look at <laughs> Dolph and is like, what? And then there's like a there's like a Smoke there's like a fog screen in front of the ring entrance. So uh, Colonel Ziggler yeah. goes through the fog, shows up in the commercial, grabs chicken Miz, and throws yeah. him back out into the arena. Yeah. And then they fight in the ring. <laughs> this is a commercial for the KFC. The chicken Colonel Lidl. wins because his chicken sandwich is the best. It's it's uh, it's finger little good. Yeah. You're welcome, KFC. Free advertising. Yeah. I just had to, I just remembered about that commercial. Uh, so that was the thing that happened. So again. backlash, Richmond, <laughs> backlash Virginia. Backlash, Richmond, Virginia. Thanks, KFC. On the pre-show, Baron Corbin defeats Apollo Crews, and yep. nobody cares. Yeah, not really. Not All really. right. The first match, the first match of the night yeah. on the on the actual card, is a six pack elimination challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This yeah. is to this is to crown the inaugural SmackDown Women's Champion, yeah. and it's an elimination match. So it's all six women start, yeah. and uh, as one of them gets pinned or submitted, then they are out, and the other five continue, and so on and so forth. And it's Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella. Yeah, this match was awesome.
1: It was really good. Awesome. I had leading into this pay per view. I will be one hundred percent honest with you. I was like,
0: yeah. I feel like we say this every time. Like, if you only started watching wrestling since we've started doing this podcast, you would be forgiven for not thinking that giant matches with tons of different wrestlers in it would be good. Would be good. Yeah. Because uh, they are very hard. I think I may have. I think I might have worded that wrong. But we (laughs) we we have been trained through years of watching wrestling that if you get. You know, a fatal four-way is fine, but if you get a fatal five-way or a six-pack challenge or certainly a battle royal on an episode of Raw, it's going to be shit. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> time and time again, we say, now these are usually terrible, but this yeah, one was okay. Yeah. So maybe they're maybe learning they just, how to book them better. Yeah, I think but so. this was a sweet match. It was a lot of fun. And elimination is better than... Just a straight up six pack challenge, anyway. Because yeah. elimination, you get you you lose one, you lose two, and then eventually you get down to a one on one fight. Yeah, and I, yeah. I I much prefer the bigger matches like that to be
1: elimination. Yeah. Rather than one pin and that's it. Yeah. Right? Because the more people you it get into a matchup, yeah. That. But not only that, but like if you have, let's say, you have a six pack challenge and it's one pin gets a winner. Yeah. There's a lot of fan dangling to do for the finish to make sure that like. Four other people are incapacitated. Yeah, you know, which is easier to do for like a like money in the bank because there's ladders and shit and people are just yeah. diving off stuff. But like for a normal match like this, I find it harder to suspend my disbelief that four other people are going to be out for long yeah, enough for exactly. a recount to happen.
0: Did I, speaking of finagling, yeah, I can't. Did I ever tell you about the dumbest match stipulation? For a multi-person match, I have ever heard. No. Uh, this is when we were. This is when my buddies and I were, were regularly watching TNA. Okay. And I can't remember what they called this match, but this was the stupidest match ever. Okay. Right. And how about this fight for the right tournament? We're gonna break it down, explain it. The winner will meet Sting at Genesis. It's three stages. Stage number one. 18 wrestlers to start outside the ring the first seven over the top they will continue on then those seven will compete in a battle royal to determine the tournament seating and then the final two left in that will continue on how about stage three the final two to meet in a singles match the winner gets a bye to the tournament finals (laughs) this is again this is when we were voluntarily watching tna because it was sweet What was it for, do you remember? I don't I don't know, probably probably the X Division title. I don't know. This was it was the dumbest thing we've even at the time we were like, this is really can... stupid. This is incredibly convoluted, especially because they have to contrive it that like <clears throat> why when the bell rings doesn't everyone we just, just dive in the ring? Because yeah. the bell rings and they all start fighting outside. Ah, no. And we're and we're all like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is just go into just the, ring. the
1: ring. Just get in the ring. <sighs> That's so fucking dumb. I'm so bad right now. Oh I'm gonna find God. out what
0: that match was called. Please
1: do, because I want to watch it now. Huh. Um, Going back to six-pack challenges. Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch. Finally, dude. I felt like this match actually was a great showcase for not only um, Naomi,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but also Alexa Bliss.
0: Yeah, Alexa did an amazing. Both job as of these well.
1: women have gotten have benefited greatly from the draft split. Yeah. I, again, like we said, I, I looking at the SmackDown women's division, I was like, looks kind of shallow. Like, who do they have, Becky and Natty? Mm-hmm. And we didn't know about Nikki Bella at the time. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I've been immensely impressed. It's been yeah. awesome. So Becky Lynch
0: finally gets the big one. Finally. You deserve a chance all around. Yeah, she calls herself Becky Balboa. Becky Balboa. Yeah. Tag team match, the Usos versus the Hype Bros to... Get into the match later in the night. Yeah, and those come out like they don't do the little haka thing. So here's ah. Okay. So I, yeah. have, I have something I wanted to say about okay. that. Yeah, because uh, I used to to rip on JBL. Yeah, and his his announcing quite a lot because uh, he was <coughs> he would bicker with. Michael Cole, he would make fun yeah, of Byron. Like, as much as I defend JBL, like I don't think he's a good announcer. And he would, you know, the <laughs> ball game and do sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's been a lot more tolerable since he's been on SmackDown. Has he said ball game? Uh, probably. I don't think he has. And I don't, the thing is, I don't know if he's more tolerable on SmackDown because he's working with Mauro Ronello and it's a different dynamic yeah. or if he was given backstage instructions or if he's improved or whatever or if because he's now being compared to David Otunga, who is now the worst oh. announcer in WWE. Yeah. I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry, David. I, I don't I know why they took you out of the ring, but you do not belong in the announce How would,
1: team. Whenever David Otunga's like, golly. You ever heard him say that? He just ha- he says uh.
0: nothing of value. Yeah. He adds nothing <clears throat> to the conversation. He's just like, well, that that is a thing that happened. Yeah. And it's like, okay, David. So the Usos are coming down to the ring. Yeah. Mara Ronello is like, this is a completely different Usos that we're seeing. they you know they've changed their outfit. They're not doing the Siva Tau anymore. They're not dancing with the children. You know, this is a very very different different group of people. Wouldn't you say, David? And David Tatunga's like, yes, they don't even do the haka anymore. No. <laughs> And it's like, okay, here's I'm I've probably called it the Hakka too. Yeah. Here's the thing, it's called call, the Siva Tau yeah. because they are Samoan, yeah. and the Hakka is Maori. Yeah, I called the Hakka too. I know, I know but, you did. But yeah. but even if you don't know that, we we have an excuse. David Otunga yeah. works for the WWE. <laughs> yeah. too. Two, just God. said they don't do the Siva Tau anymore. And David Otunga, as, as if he is contributing to the conversation, says, yes, and and they don't do the Hakka. And Maro does not respond. And I'm just like, Otunga, oh, goddammit. It is a different thing. And Morrow just said what it was. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Maybe.
1: So JBL's benefited from the press. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's what we're trying to say.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's done it. JBL, finally you're seen for the brilliance (sighs) that you are. Yeah, David Zunka actually, now that I think about playing back, like the things he says, Yeah, it's literally nothing. No. Brian Byron Saxon adds more than he does. Yeah, he does. That's incredible because I thought Byron didn't add anything either. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, because that's the weird thing about like Corey still does NXT, right? Yeah. Can we get Tom Phillips on SmackDown? Well Tom Phillips does the interviewing on Raw. (sighs) Right? He has the backstage stuff now. Yeah. The thing that I don't like personally That I find weird about three-man announce teams is the you're always going to have like two face announcers and two one heel or two heel and one face. Mm -hmm. So it just it just seems weird. Or
0: on SmackDown, a face, a heel, and and a ditto. (laughs) Just a ditto. Just just a fucking ditto. Like the the Pokemon. Yeah, like just a ditto. (laughs) That face. (laughs) What do you think, David? Just cut to David O'Tunga with the ditto, the the line and two dots.
1: It's better than like a Mr. Mime, I guess,
0: right? Uh, <laughs> I do not want a Mr. Mime. We Dude. did a checkpoint story, making reference to like George Clooney as a ditto or something. And Paul did a Photoshop of George Clooney, <laughs> George Clooney's face, but with the line and the two dots. <laughs> it's the funniest which, thing I've ever seen. I don't seen. think I've ever seen. I that. couldn't stop laughing at it. Oh my God, David Atunga! I don't even remember what he used to do
1: as a wrestler. Was he uh, any he, good?
0: He was in. He was in the Nexus. Oh yeah. Uh, which was? Did he do
1: anything great. after the Nexus? <sighs>
0: No, I mean, his thing was like, I can wrestle, but I have a degree in law. <laughs> also, I'm married to Jennifer Hudson. Um, Wait, was he? He is. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which is good for him. Yeah, good for you. Good job. But, yeah, I mean, he like <laughs> he had like a minimal singles kind of attempt after the whole Nexus thing. Nexus was like the peak, really. Yeah. And then sort of a bunch of stuff didn't happen, in the various backstage roles, and then he'd like show up, so he was sort of like backstage, except he's like this giant dude in like a sweater vest carrying around like a like a coffee traveling mug, was like his yeah. backstage thing, and yeah. then.
1: Isn't that kind of just essentially what
0: Basically any time he would Sandow? show up randomly backstage, you would be like, shit, Otonga still works there? Yeah. Like every time, you'd be like, oh,
1: what? Isn't oh. that kind of what Damien Sandow did though, like the intellectual savior?
0: Yeah, but no, he was you know? like, he was doing like, He was, like, helping out the authority figures or, like, being like, oh, I can be your legal representation. That sounds awful. (laughs) Speaking as a lawyer and also wrestler. Like, it was very weird. All right. Okay. Anyway.
1: So the Usos come out, and they're wearing, like, all, I think this, on, on Backlash they're wearing, like, all white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had this different look, and they didn't do the, sorry, what was it called? Siva Tau. Siva Tau. Okay, I'm going to have to remember that. So don't call it the Haka. Yeah. Um, I've, I've I'm right. No one's called us out on I've that I've called before. it the
0: Haka, too. Fuck I mean. think
1: people might not know. <laughs> We're all David Atungas. We. Yeah. Just, now we can only picture Ditto in a suit, sitting at ringside, commentating on
0: SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Ditto Watunga. I, I, <laughs> I need to see this Photoshop now.
1: Ditto Watunga. We did it. Oh, we nailed it. We can revitalize his career. Okay. So the Uthos are heel. Yeah. They win this match. Yeah. I can't remember if they cheat or not. Jimmy gets a half Boston Crab on rider yeah, and they've rider been they, uh, yeah now they they've been really falling back on that like chop block thing they they, they, did, they did to check. Oh, right. they,
0: they actually work riders knee yeah a lot
1: in this match yeah. that was it yeah i yeah. think watching the usos wrestle makes me think that all these tag teams the heel tag teams have been watching the revivals matches <laughs> because they just like they're like okay this is this is the way to do it right yeah <clears throat> so work a body part you know what i mean yeah. like isolate somebody quick tags do that old school kind of like 80s wrestling yeah where heels like really kind of dig into a baby face um so the usos win this match they're going on to fight slater and rhino
0: yeah backstage slater and rhino are asked about this by renee young and and she's like you know how you know how do you how do you feel and slater's like I feel great. Everything's awesome. Me and Rhino, we're gonna take it. No fear. Don't even worry about it. Woo! Goodbye. And walks off. And they're like, Oh, okay. And Rhino looks like he's about to start talking. And then yeah. Slater comes back, and he's like, He like takes off his glasses. He's like, Dude, I really need your backup out there. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm. I had all that yogurt earlier, and it is like not doing stuff downstairs. Like, I am. I'm not feeling good yeah. about this. Yeah. And Rhino's like, We are still alive. Yeah. And Slater's like, I knew that I was messing with you. Don't even worry about it. Fuck, has Slater been great?
1: When Slater was, I know that we like the social outcasts, but I think, again, Branswitz, Slater has benefited the most. They've actually started doing stuff with Bo. Axel is still missing, especially because there was rumors, not rumors, but Bo apparently got kicked off a flight. Yeah, I heard about that. Because he was intoxicated. We don't know the, the degree of the toxicity yeah. in his city.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got him. Good job. <laughs> um, but uh, we don't know how bad it was. Mm-hmm. But he apparently got kicked off. So I thought, oh, well, he's going to be in the doghouse, right? But apparently it wasn't that bad because he was on TV like a week later squashing jobbers. Yeah. So they're doing something with Bo. Bo's doing something.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. There's actually a scene backstage with The Miz talking to... Jagger Eaton? Yeah. Do you know? No, I don't know who that is. Someone from Nickelodeon, I think. Oh, right. The little kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Does like some thing, some show. He's like, Jagger Eaton conquers the world or some shit. I don't know. He just oh. does like things. with. You know more than I do. Yeah. I think they explained it on the show. If oh, I not remember okay. now. He does things like where he goes to different celebrities
0: and does stuff with them. Okay. He offers to have Miz on the show unless he can get John Cena instead. Yeah. Daggers. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No respect. All right. Yeah. WWE Intercontinental Champion The Miz defending against Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. You want to talk about a build-up to this match again?
1: Yeah, it's just uh, Ziggler interrupted. Because the storyline leading out of that talking smack Mm -hmm. was squarely upon Miz and Daniel Bryan, and everyone yeah. was like, oh, Daniel Bryan's coming back to wrestle. It's like, fuck no, off. Not. He's not coming back. That's the whole point. Give up the dream. God damn it. So Miz and they continue the storyline off air on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was Daniel Bryan and the Miz, and the Miz was trying to renegotiate his contract. Yeah. And so Miz finally, they get like a renegotiation or something, um, but in the weeks leading up to that on TV, um, during one promo, Miz was interrupted by Ziggler and Ziggler is just like, I'm tired of you running your mouth, so I'm gonna punch it. So <laughs> that's kind of like what it was. I mean Miz was driving home the point that Ziggler's kind of a loser. Like mm-hmm. I mean if you're Fair. looking at it through the storyline like Miz t- Ziggler yeah. When was the last time Ziggler won a feud?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, Can you can you tell me?
0: Good question. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, because his feud. I liked when it, when he and Big E and AJ were a AJ uh, Lee. Yeah, not Styles were a. I've seen the video of him cashing in
1: on Del Rio. That was good, and that was like, he that crowd went nuts. Yeah, that was huge. But that was a thing. Hey, Big E, um, and AJ so Lee.
0: I guess to I guess. <sighs> It's weird. This is sort of like a speed bump match because, okay, like, it's a good match. It's It's Miz a great match. Ziggler. We like both of them. They're great. I'm trying to remember the build up better because I know well, that there's cause,
1: promos. Because Miz, Miz retains. After, sorry, the finish line is when Maurice sprays with yeah. some, like, pepper spray or something. And or Miz. Hairspray or, hairspray or whatever. or something it is. and then gives
0: uh, Ziggler the skull crushing finale.
2: Yeah. And
0: that's it. So after this, this is when the sort of the contract renegotiation thing starts heating up yeah. and where Ziggler. Gets even more intense. He like Zygner basically is not going to let Miz get away with this essentially. Yeah, and is like you know one more time, no Maurice, oh, yeah, no is managers, so... Did you see, you no wives, no girlfriends, yeah. no. Uh, he made reference to some other weird thing like way back. I can Or no, no stunt doubles. He stunt made, doubles. Reference yeah, yeah, yeah. m- Dow. He referenced another thing as well, and he's like you know no more of this. We're gonna you know you and me let's. Let's do this again, and so they have a, a they have a rematch at the next SmackDown pay per view, which mm-hmm. is No Mercy. Yeah, and it is a uh, it is for the title yeah. with the stipulation that if Ziggler loses, yeah. he's done. That's it, career versus
1: title. Yeah, but the I wasn't gonna bring it up till later, but yeah, on this week's SmackDown was that promo. Yeah, and Miz was unbelievable, and Ziggler was almost
0: even better. Yeah,
1: like Zig Mil- Miz was just basically like, you don't deserve it. Like, you just lose. That's yeah. all you do. It's like I don't, you don't deserve a shot. Like, why do I have to give you a shot? And he's leaving, and Ziggler looks like he's about to cry. He's like, this is all I have. I come here week after week, three hundred days a year, and I put my body and soul into this business. And a lot of people keep saying to me, like, why do you put up with it? Why do you put up with it? It's because yeah. I love this business. And if I, what if I put my career on the
0: line? Because if I don't win then there's no then point. what's the point? You know, yeah, what's the point? So So we'll be talking well, well I guess we'll we'll cover that again when we talk about no mercy. But yeah. but yeah. So this is this match, again, it's a cool match, but it's just it's this it's, is I this think is it's more just a
1: speed bump to this bigger yeah. payoff. And the weird thing too is like everyone's freak kind of freaking out because Ziegler's contract is almost up. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if he's re-signing or not, mm-hmm. right? So it, that's what I mean. This is why I want to watch this match, because right. I'm just like, we don't know if Ziggler's
0: is Ziggler gonna win? Is Ziggler gone? Like Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So then the next match tonight is meant to be Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. The thing is, earlier in this night, mm-hmm. Bray had attacked Randy in the in the hallway. Yeah. And like slammed him in a door yeah. repeatedly. And Randy's not cleared. Not, he was actually outside of storylines. He wasn't cleared to wrestle.
1: Yeah, because he was still showing concussion symptoms. I think from the from, from the fucking from elbow slam. Brock Lesnar.
0: Good job, guys. Yeah. So Bray's thing is all right. Well, then I win because of I win by by no contest mm-hmm. or I, I I I win because of forfeiture. Yeah. Uh, forfeiture. Does he make them? So then do he the goes to the ring. Yeah he, yeah, he makes them do a ceremonial <laughs> ten count. So they go to the ring, ring <laughs> the bell. Seemed,
1: it seems so weird. For the Bray Wyatt character to do yeah, that, yeah, it was
0: still—it's very much like a Ted DiBiase. Yeah, thing, you know? it just felt weird for but, Bray Wyatt. But so then, um, little—I think it's Little Nature's in the ring doing like, all right, well, all right, one, two, and they do the whole count. Yeah, and then winner via forfeit, Bray Wyatt, and then the announcer says, "Well, since we couldn't have that other match, I've just been told that Bray Wyatt will be competing tonight in a no holds barred match yeah. against." this guy Rich Kane, Kane. <laughs> yeah. so we have Kane versus Bray Wyatt suddenly in a no holds barred match yeah which they beat the piss out of each other yeah and then Kane wins okay All right. Randy Orton interfered
1: in this match people were losing it like he they're did. just like yeah. rip Bray Wyatt he's yeah. done stick a fork in him can't even beat Kane it's like okay everybody fucking cool your jets for a second yeah Randy Orton interfered yeah. in this match. That's why Bray
0: Wyatt lost. He got an RKO on Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Am I the only one watching
0: that? I didn't think that, yeah, that's fine. a good reason for losing that match. Yeah, on, on paper you're like, why did Kane, yeah. Kane of all people, because of their history, beat Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But, but
1: Randy Orton interfered to yeah. continue the feud going on because this is how wrestling works. I just, when people are freaking out about well, Bray Wyatt's buried. Sit, man. Career over. Well, this
0: feud's still going.
1: Right? Yeah, it's yeah, still going. They're wrestling at um, No Mercy. There you go. Yeah. So it's like everybody just needs to relax. Backstage, it's not losing. It's how you lose, yeah. And like how they do it in the storyline sense that you need to look at.
0: Yeah. Backstage, AJ Styles randomly comes across two like indie wrestlers, like, oh, yeah. a couple like <laughs> they look weird, like too. local jobbers, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey guys." Indie wrestlers, local guys, <laughs> I know, I know, I've been there, man. Yeah. I know what, you know, you're probably living in your car right now. You know, you're wondering where your next gig is going to be. <laughs> I totally get it. And you know what? You're destined for failure. Later. <laughs> <Yeah>. Peace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, He's just like, you guys, <laughs> failures. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're never going to make it as well as I Why
1: have. is AJ Styles so great? <laughs> Like, how can you boo this man? Yeah, no. I can't boo him. He's a heel. I should boo him. But I can't. Yeah. I even said, I was watching some of the build-up to this again last night. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, even said on Twitter, I was like, can AJ Styles have a bad match? Like, is it it in his DNA? I know somebody, like, there's got to be something in TNA. Right? Oh, presumably. There's got to be. But I haven't watched all his TNA, and I'm just like, every match I've seen with AJ, whether it's on pay-per-view or on just TV...
0: Well, if the WWE buys the tape library... Oh, yeah, we'll get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's rumors that... Sorry, yeah. Let's not get into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we'll not get into it. But TNA is in a bad spot right now. Yeah. Anyway, and and to be clear, I don't watch TNA anymore because mm-hmm. I don't think the product is as good as it was despite the shining moments they do have. Yeah. Uh, thing... <laughs> uh, but um, uh, I, I, I do not wish ill of them because... I never want a wrestling promotion to fail. Yeah. Because that's just a bunch of wrestlers and crew out of work. Do you ever wish someone to lose their job? Yeah. No. 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 Like I don't. Yeah, it's there's the a, same thing. There's a lot of people who are like, good, let it fucking die finally. No. Damn. Let someone buy it who can do something with it. Let's yeah. let's bring it back to its former Bound for Glory. Right? <laughs> it's supposed to be the Bound for Glory pay-per-view the day that we're recording this. Yeah. And it was as as Recently is like three days ago. It was like up we in the air know. as to if it would happen. Yeah, that's... Bound for Glory used to be their, like their WrestleMania. Yeah. And that's that's a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, random TNA aside. Tag team title match. Yep. Slater and Rhino versus the Usos. Yep. So how how can this go? There's a couple, couple ways this can go. Well, the Usos can win. The Usos can win mm-hmm. and further... And then we can sort of persona, like we can kind of further their heel persona, and we can continue the the Slater storyline. <laughs> yeah.
1: <clears throat> Which actually, I'm glad that they did it the way they did. Not try to drag really? out the Slater storyline.
0: Yeah, I don't know about drag it out, but I don't know if it needed to be resolved yet. But mm-hmm. it was Slater and Rhino win. Yes, it's a cool match. Yeah. It's like you said, it's. A lot of Slater getting beat up. And Slater then Rhino... getting beat
1: up, and then Rhino hits a gore. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: that's it. Yeah, And yeah. so your your inaugural, your first-time uh, SmackDown tag team champions yeah. are Heath Slater <clears> and <throat> Rhino. And then Rhino, uh, Rhino, Slater, Rhino's already under contract. Yeah. Slater gets his contract. He's, like, tweeted pictures of himself with an above-ground pool. <laughs> he's like, Beulah, we're getting the double wide. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's so good. And the crowd uh. is over they're, yeah. they're so hyped for it yeah great. it was a good choice I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they did it right there mm-hmm. you know
1: and 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 now leading into no mercy there is a match between the usos and heath and or slater and rhino again for the mm-hmm. tag titles and i'm assuming that slater and rhino are going to lose them probably rhino will go away yeah because rhino is just kind of part-time ish is he I think hmm. I don't know, I don't actually don't know, but hmm. <clears throat> I'm assu- this is what I'm assuming happens. Uso's win at no mercy, Rhino goes away, Slater does something single related, hmm. and then American Alpha and the Usos fight That'd leading good, yeah. into Survivor
0: Series that makes a lot of sense, yeah and then the main event for the night is, of course, the world championship match, Dean Ambrose defending against a j Styles, yeah, like I
1: said before, can a j Styles have a bad match? It's not possible, no um. This again, this is another instance of the crowd was solidly behind AJ and there was actually some booze for Ambrose. Yeah. The finish comes when God does Styles a, Styles push Ambrose into the ref? Styles counters
0: ref, Styles counters a dirty deeds and bumps the ref. Yeah. And while the ref is is sort of recovering. Recovering, yeah. Styles kicks Ambrose in the balls. Yep. Low blow yep. to Ambrose, and the referees back up very quickly. Like the referee was not like out; they were just sort of like, "Oh, good, right. I'm knocked and can't really pay attention to what's happening right now." Yeah. And then the ref back up while um, while Ambrose is recovering from the nut shot. Yeah. AJ hits a Styles Clash. Yep. And AJ and gets the, the one, two, three, and AJ Styles with a kick to the nuts. Is that's how he's supposed,
1: how he was supposed was to win? That's how he's
0: supposed to win. I was totally
1: fine with it. As much as I love AJ, is just like that's how he is supposed to win these
0: matches. AJ Styles is now the first yes. ever wrestler to have held world championships in WWE, TNA, and New Japan. Yep. The first ever. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you, if we could go back in time
1: and crash in on Sidewalk Slam Episode 1 and be like, did you know yeah. that in September that man's going to be world champion? Yeah. I'd be like, Future Adam, you were an
0: asshole and a liar. Get out. <laughs> You're <laughs> full of shit. And, and you'd be like, well, ah, yeah, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's true, but I understand why you say that. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I never thought I did. Okay, I shouldn't say I never thought this was going to happen. I I figured eventually that it would happen. I just didn't think. Mm-hmm. I think the brand split. Even then, I can't say. AJ Styles has been on a tear, and looks like he will continue to be on a tear. Yeah. As far as. His ring work, which is second to none. Yeah. His promo, which I again in our first episode we were like, oh, he's not really known for his promo skills, not by us anyway. And I didn't really watch any of his TNA stuff, so I was kind of ignorant there. Mm. But even that—that's been top tier. It's like the man is just—he's the, the best in the world right now. If you ask me.
0: Well, I mean, he's—he's the—he's the. He's the the, 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 champ, the, that the runs, champ that runs that the, camp. the camp. Okay, that did, that's awkward. That's not that, that I great. Don't He comes out and he cuts this promo on uh, uh, after winning this title. he's like, I defeated the face that runs the place, and now I am the face that runs the place. And then I'm now the champ that runs the, <laughs> the camp, camp, and I'll repeat it three more times <laughs> to try and make it sound less lame. Yeah, still uh, sounds lame. Still sounds lame. Yeah.
1: Okay, not everything that he does is gold.
0: <laughs> okay. But. The promo was fine. That phrase was the, super the awkward. The champ that runs the camp. The champ that runs the camp. It just sounds dumb. It's, it
1: just reminds me of Camp WWE, oh, yeah. which I haven't watched. But. It's okay.
0: So that's, that's um, uh, Smackdown. SmackDown. The next SmackDown pay-per-view is, is a month after Backlash, and it is no It It is actually
1: two weeks from today. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> what they have planned for that right now is Bray Wyatt Orton. Um, there is a triple threat between um, Cena, Ambrose. And AJ Styles, yeah. there's actually an awesome promo the SmackDown after mm. this one where um, Ambrose and Cena kind of just go at each other. Yeah, and like Cena calls Ambrose like a like a failure basically, mm-hmm. and then um, Ambrose calls Cena like a part-time Hollywood D-lister or something like that. It's pretty awesome.
0: That which that begins with Cena talking to AJ and being like, "You have something of mine," and AJ's like, "Oh, do you want the armband back? Yeah, I don't like need I it because I have this title said, now." Yeah, so that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. Over on Raw, two weeks after Backlash, we have the first Raw-only pay-per-view, which yeah. is Clash of Champions, where yeah. every title will be defended. And when we say every title, we mean every title. Remember. The cruiserweights Yay. are now on Raw. Yeah. So we get a cruiserweight On match September well. 19th
1: of this year, um, the cruiserweights debuted on Raw. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't watch the cruiserweight classic, it was awesome. It's almost a reason just to get to the network, just to watch it. It was a lot of fun. Um, the winner of that tournament was TJ Perkins, who apparently was in TNA. Yep. I didn't know that. Um, and he won the X Division mm-hmm. Championship. How long ago was he in TNA? I have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> Let me look that up. All right. I had no idea who was in it, but I was when I was watching the Cruiserweight Classic. I was like, "Wow, this TJ Perkins guy is great because he's doing a head scissors and he dabbed on yeah. the guy when he was head scissoring." I'm like, "Oh, wow, yeah, that's what the w- thats the kind of stuff WWE loves, though, right? Like showmanship more
0: than the actual match itself." Oh, he was Manic. Oh, was he in TNA? He was when they rebranded Suicide yeah. as Manic. Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. And, okay. And and and, and Puma. On the independent circuit, I didn't know he was Manic. Huh. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Well, shit. Teddy James Perkins. was Manic the one that wore the like full body suit. Yeah. Um, so the remember this is a complete unrelated thing, but yeah, yeah they made TNA uh, had a video game with I think THQ produced it, and they made a character just for the video game. Hackyman. That, that was a full body suit. No, no, it was a oh. character named Suicide.
1: Oh, I was thinking about the. The No Mercy, like the N64 games, Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No Mercy and like WrestleMania 2000. There was always Aki Man, which right. was Aki was the name of the company that made yeah, the yeah. games, and he no, was like a was full much, body suit. It's much
0: more recent, okay. yeah. 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 And uh, he would like his he would like pose at the top of the ramp with like his hand to his Jesus. Head, like, you know, my name's Suicide. Yeah, skull yeah. It's a cool looking suit, but yeah. So then then they made they made they were like that's cool. Yeah, we should do that. And so they I think it was mostly Kazarian. In the in this, it was a bunch of different people actually portrayed the character of suicide because it was a full body suit and you couldn't tell. But Kazarian did it a lot, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Let's not call him suicide." suicide? Yeah. And so they they uh, rebranded him as Manic M A N I K, yeah. and uh, T J Perkins apparently was was yeah. playing. So huh.
1: there we go. Anyway, maybe that's why I didn't know that he was in. T- you know what I mean? Like probably. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. at the Bankers Life Field House in Indianapolis, Indiana. Indiana, turned Brought to you by KFC and Mountain Dew. Kickstart. Yeah, it's Clash of Champions. Yay. On the pre-show, Nia Jax fights Alicia Fox. Yeah. After Alicia's like, Alicia's friend.
1: You. No, Alicia's friend debuted on Raw. I think Alicia mm. was one of those like Alicia's friend was friend mm. was one of the random jobbers that like right. Nia beat up, and then Alicia was like. How dare you? Dude, why did you beat her up? And there was and this then,
0: hilarious promo backstage where yeah. Alicia's like freaking out and throwing a bunch of stuff and accidentally just w- 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 wangs Naya in the face yeah. with like a thing of paper towels or yeah. something and is like, <gasps> ah! Like, they, they used it. They didn't reshoot the promo, but yeah. she like, she hits her and then is like, oh shit. Like, she does this like, she, like Oops, breaks, yeah. And then goes... Ah, and like, <laughs> recovers, and then Naya, like, throws her So do you
1: think like, she was just, like, she went from being, like, character to, like, being a person? Yeah.
0: Like, oh, I, shit, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you know, didn't mean to. I'm sure that's yeah, what happened, and for some okay. reason they didn't reshoot it, but, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So they
1: think they probably did it live, don't you think?
0: Sometimes they do the backstage. Even though they, they Even do. though they look live, they yeah. frequently do those backstage things. I think that one was live. pre-tape earlier in the day. I think it was. Maybe. In that, in that case, I Might think they would have reshot it, I think. I, yeah, probably.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Anyway, so um, uh, Nia Jax wins. Get, yeah, Nia Jax wins. The match is almost five minutes long, so Alicia actually gets some kind of offense.
1: Yeah, this is the first person, I think,
0: on the main roster.
1: Which is the way it should be, right? Like, yeah. Jobber should get no offense. Yeah, And then when she fights an actual person, it should be yeah. at least a little bit back and forth, right?
0: The first match on the main show is The New Day. Now back up to full strength, defending yeah. their titles again against the club Gallows and Anderson.
1: I would have put my paycheck on the club winning the titles.
0: yeah, at this. especially because they start out the new day starts out by t- saying that they they have a, a record for holding these titles for three hundred and ninety nine days.. Yeah. So if they, they
1: so they beat Kendrick and they beat. London?
0: Yeah, they beat London and Kendrick's record a while ago. and then but the, then they're, they then then the announcers were talking about a different record, demolition.
1: So demolition, I guess, because they're technically a different title name. Right. The World Tag Team Titles, which is what they were back in the 80s and stuff, right. and 90s. Demolition was a tag team. This is
0: where you get into this weird thing with like um, that deeply matters to a bunch of people, and I can understand why. Uh, that's not meant to be throwing shade at people who like like really. Legit care about this because it does matter for yeah. for for storyline things and for the you know the 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 weight of a title. Mm-hmm. But there there are lineages. You know yeah. the, the universal title that they announced on Raw that, um, that uh, Finn Balor won at SummerSlam. That was a brand new title that they introduced. It has no lineage. He's the first title holder. Yeah. The SmackDown title that AJ has that's the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Which has the lineage of the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. But also, the big gold belt, the WCW title, because that was unified, which means that, like, you can sort of say, like, that AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose have, as far as the records are concerned, held the same title as... DDP or Sting or Ric Flair, Ric Flair, you know, like all the way back, and so this the but the 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 branching lineage of that title because there's been like a couple undisputed like lineages, right? Yeah, that have sort of like converged on what is now this title. Yeah, whereas the other one was just recently created, right? Mm -hmm. And so the tag titles that's because they used to have two tag titles. They they had they had the (sighs) WWE. Tag team titles, yeah. and the world tag team titles, yeah. Those so that was the nomenclature, yeah. And one was on Raw, one was on SmackDown. I don't remember which. And then they got unified, unified, or actually, did they get unified, or did they just forget about one of them? They probably forgot about one of them. I so I don't know. So yeah. So the thing is, when they said that the uh, London Kendrick was the longest, was the record of those titles. That's because Demolition
2: mm-hmm.
0: never held those tag team yeah. titles but they did have the longest tag team titles in WWE, but not with the lineage associated with those belts, even though they're a different belt.
1: It's weird too, because building up to- I hope that makes things clear for you. (laughs) But even when they were talking about this New Day streak that they've been on, all they ever mentioned was London and Kendrick. Like yeah. they never, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, they beat London and Kendrick. I was like, oh no, but wait. But wait. There's more. Yes. <laughs> so they say, oh yeah, but the actual record holder at 478 days is Demolition. Yeah. Who were Axe and Smash, um, Barry Darso, and don't know the other guy's name. Wow. Barry Darso was the repo man. Wow. And that was a terrible gimmick. Yeah, I can't remember who else he was. No,
0: it was Axe and Smash and later Crush. Crush yeah. Yeah, it was Crush, Crush was Barry Adams.
1: Yeah. Who was later on going to W C W but yeah, Axe, Smash and Crush and then um now, smash went away and it was just ax and crush i think or now, demolition and,
0: and they were in WCW they were the road warriors weren't no, they no that's legion of doom legion of doom that yeah. was the difference yeah. The, okay yeah 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 Le- they're
1: both guys with like you know spiky stuff all over gotcha. you okay, like cool. that but yeah
0: but yeah so now the
1: new day are chasing demolitions which i think now they're just going to let them have it <laughs>
0: pretty much at this point yeah. they say that uh before the match they say gallows and Anderson aren't fun like the New Day because they give out raisins on Halloween, wear tube socks with flip flops, <laughs> yeah. and fart on crowded elevators. Yeah.
1: There's a leading up to like leading up to this, there's a segment where
0: Gallows and Anderson bring out the old day. I that match was Ugh. It wasn't the best. Not segment. match that segment the was segment like was... pretty bad.
1: I'm huge Gallows and Anderson fans, like Anderson fan. Yeah, and even I was like, couldn't really just defend it. You know, yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, that was kind of. It seemed like
0: the Sunny Boy thing. Like, I actually thought the whole Ring Post I just think was pretty funny, and yeah. I talked about why last time. Yeah, but yeah, the old day and the Sunny Boy was like. Oh, all right. So
1: they bring out the old day, which are just old versions of the new day. Yeah, they're oh, they're basically their gimmick with this. This leading into this match was they are. They work at a retirement home, and they're going to retire the New Day Mm. as tag team champions.
0: But they do not. They don't. Because Woods hits Anderson with Francesca, too, while the ref is distracted. Yeah. Allowing New Day to retain the titles. Yeah. Continuing the face team winning with heel tactics. Yeah,
1: Which is like... And no one cares. Yeah, no No, one cares. I I don't care. Um, But, God, I just love Gallows and Anderson. I know that the, the popular... The opinion... The general opinion is that they're being misused, but I'm still enjoying watching them on TV, even mm-hmm. if they haven't really won a match in a while. <laughs> you know, like I think they, they beat the New Day in a non-title match leading up to this event, but as far as like, I don't know if this feud's gonna keep going or not. It doesn't look like it, considering we'll talk about why when we get to the Cesaro-Sheamus match, because yeah. it's the follow from there. Um, I don't know. I really like Anderson and Gales. I hope they're around for a long time. Plus, they're whole, if you ever have the chance, listen to the podcast that Chris Jericho did with them. They are
0: hilarious. They're actually two legit funny people. Tom Phillips is backstage with TJ Perkins Yep, talking about... Because TJ Perkins, we mentioned, sorry, because he's defending yep. the Cruiserweight title. I yep. think that belt also looks cool. Yeah. Uh, on... This yeah, it's just so different. It's, a class pur- it's like use
1: the purple that they used for the Cruiserweight Classic. Like yeah, it's kind kind of like, like the- purple with yeah. the
0: silver <clears throat> silver stuff on it. And so it's yeah. him versus Brian Kendrick, who we were check. just talking about yeah. his record with Paul London as the tag champs. Yeah. Um, leading into this on the Raw,
1: that September 19th Raw, mm-hmm. which was the Raw before this, right? Yeah. That was the Go Home Raw.
0: Yeah, there was they. Um, so the 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 cruiserweights debuted on Raw. Yeah, they changed the ropes out. They make them purple. They like they. they oh, basically noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they noticed the ropes. They sort of like reskin the show. Yeah, right. Like when the cruiserweights are on the Raw logo, the on-screen Raw logo is purple instead of red. All the the Titantron stuff is purple. The lights on huh. the crowd are purple, and Fuck. they retape the ring ropes.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> it is, even This notice. is sort of
0: what we were talking about beforehand, where I was like. How are they going to do it? Are they going to actually have the cruiserweights be like part of the locker room, or is it going to be like, a de, like a yeah. delineated? And now the cruiserweight show, yeah, which is which is how they're doing it, yeah. Which, and are, so, which good. is fine. It's good. And so yeah, there was a I think it was a fatal four way.
1: Fatal four way. It was um, Grand Metalik who was in the finals with TJ Perkins, mm-hmm. um, Cedric Alexander who lost to Koto Ibushi in like the second round, yeah, but after that man the match was really good and after the match the crowd was chant chanting please sign cedric mm. so and then triple h came out after the match and like endorsed cedric a little bit raised his hand and then um, rich swan who mm-hmm. was in nxt for a while before the cruiserweight classic started he's a lot of fun he's like a dancer he's one of those dancy guys he's got really catchy theme music too um and the fourth was brian kendrick yeah and brian kendrick won after Cedric Alexander hit Graham Metalik with the lumbar check,
2: mm.
1: which is like just like a back suplex, but he kind of like launches them in the air and then they fall down on his knees, like their back. Yeah. And he hit it that. It looks painful. It looks painful, but I'm assuming it, yeah. it's not that bad because they're wrestlers and they know what they're doing. Yeah. But if like we just. Like, a good name for it. Graham, give me the lumbar check. Oh, like, oh, no. you're dead. <laughs> no, but uh, you're Graham Metalik got hit by the lumbar check, fell out of the ring, and then Brian Kendrick got Alexander into the. Bully choke, but they're calling it the captain's hook now, because WWE is anti-bullying, so they can't call it the bully choke. Right. The bully choke is essentially the bank statement. Yeah, I mean, kind of like yeah. pretty much close. So yeah, so that's how Kendrick ended up in this match.
0: So it's Kendrick versus TJP yep. for the title, and Perkins gets his new entrance. It's oh, awesome. Which, I, what I love about this is that he uh, he was saying someone asked him about it, and he's like, "No, no, I I like worked on this, like that." He oh, went really? that he went to like CFOs and talked to them about music, and he went to the graphics department to talk, and he's like, "No, no, I have a vision for this, That's and I'm going to awesome. talk to the different departments and make sure that this happens because it's basically Mega Man." Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. yeah. His entrance is essentially.
1: Yeah, like it comes up and it's like this bit tune kind of music, yeah. and then they show a bunch of cruiserweights that are actually on the roster, like Alexander, yeah. Alexander, Rich Swong, and then there's a TJ Perkins picture and it selects to him. And it's like player one select, select. Yeah. And
0: HP. And yeah. And there's like, an HP bar and, and it's and he great. He comes out and dabs and yeah. Yeah.
1: Match is a lot of fun. Kendrick's awesome. Yeah. I love Kendrick. Still I love too. Yeah. yeah.
0: I forgot that one of Kendrick's big moves is Sliced Bread Number Two. Yeah. What a weird name. I don't know.
1: Why do they name it that?
0: I don't recall no, the, no, no. Et, the etymology of that.
1: Comment, comment section. Yeah. Give me the sliced bread number two explanation. <laughs> yeah. Um, TJ Perkins wins with the ner- the knee bar. I can't remember yep. what they call it, though. Uh, I think they call it the knee bar. It's just the knee bar? Yeah. There, I think there's an actual, na- like a TJ. He protein. fights out
0: of the captain's hook, catches Kendrick with a detonation kick, and then yeah. follows up with the knee bar for a simulation. The detonation kick
1: is just like the GTS, like the go to sleep. Yeah. He puts them on the shoulders, and then like he just does like a pele kick instead of the knee.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah,
1: so that's the detonation kick. Nice. And then into the knee bar. Yeah. And then after the match, um, T.J. Perkins goes to shake Brian Kendrick's hand. Because
0: at the beginning of the match, he offered him the handshake, yeah. and Kendrick wouldn't shake his hand. Yeah. So, so after the match, Kendrick comes up and shakes his hand. Yeah. And, and, and headbutts him. At, well, they hug. Yeah, yeah. Even as well, they're like, yeah. all right, you know, right, well all right, fought. All right, yeah. all right, cool. And then he
1: headbutts him. Yeah. Because they really drive home the fact that. Kendrick, Kendrick is thirty-seven. Yeah, like he's getting a little bit older, and it's like this is his last chance at the dance, man. Yeah. Like this is it. Like, and even in the Cruiserweight Classic, um, there was a great line by Kendrick during those like little interviews, and he, Kendrick, was like, "If I'm not wrestling, I'm not living life." You know, and it's like, wow. Okay, I think it's
0: so crazy for Kendrick to be, you know, former tag team champion, yeah. record-setting tag team champion. And then kind of like a, you know, kind of a failed singles run, mm-hmm. to be honest. I didn't see any of it, so. And th- like just they, he briefly, <laughs> he held the title, he held the world title for a not recorded amount of time. Oh really? Because it was one of those, it was like a scramble match and so uh, it was like current world champion Brian Kendrick. That's awesome, right? But then because yeah. it, it's because it,
1: everyone that there's like I guess like in those scramble matches they give him a time limit. Yeah, it's then,
0: it's only whoever holds it like at the end of the, the match, match that yeah. wins. So he was technically yeah, and they gave him like a big bodyguard guy or whatever. And then to like leave the WWE. And work for other promotions. Did he leave
1: for like under bad circumstances? I can't remember, but
0: like to I think maybe, but then to like start your the way he talks now
1: makes it sound like he was really fucking shit. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and then to like come back and you know be like sure you know on this cruiserweight thing that's for the network that not as many people are going to watch, and then suddenly you're challenging for a title on pay per view. Yeah, that's crazy. Good
1: for you. Good And, oh, sorry, his gimmick is the Brian Kendrick. Yes, the. The, the Brian Kendrick, the Wizard of Odd, which I think is great. It's just this the post-apocalyptic superstar. Yep. The Brian Kendrick. I think it's great. And he comes out with like this little flag, and he does these weird dances and yeah. stuff. Yeah, He looks like he should be at Burning Man.
0: Tom Phillips is backstage talking to Cesaro. Yep. Because in the interim, we talked about SummerSlam. Yes. And that was That was Sheamus. the first match, right? It was 1-0 for Sheamus. Yeah. <laughs> In the intervening <laughs> time, and the, they've they've had the other of the first six matches in this best of seven series. Some of them were at health shows, some of them were on Raw, and it went Seamus, Seamus, Seamus. Yeah. Cesaro, Cesaro, Cesaro. Yes. So. To the surprise of nobody, the
1: Seamus went up three or nothing. I was like, well, I mean, she- Cesaro's winning the next three, right?
0: Yeah, you got it, right? Because yeah. either way, because it, it means that every match there is like if. You know, Cesaro needs to win this to even stay in it, but if Sheamus wins, he's, it's all over, yeah. right? And, of course, it's the reverse. I even liked on the build-up, too, that Cesaro,
1: in one of the matches, he cheated to win. Did it he just really? Get, yeah, he put his foot on the rope like he was pinning him, nice. and he, like, used the rope as leverage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it just adds to the sense of urgency, right? Yeah.
0: Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I was like, okay. You yeah. know, I was like, all right, because I hadn't really seen I, I or not paid attention, really, to the to the... The, matches, yeah, coming, which along. is fair, and like, so it's like, all right, they're three and three, so sure, let's yeah. see where this is going to go. This match, this was unbelievable. This match was amazing.
1: But you know what? Even the matches building up to it were like almost just as good as well, this. Well,
0: that's the thing. Is these RGMs are really good, but yeah. like this match actually made me give a shit. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and man, so okay, notable points. I was gonna say high points, but notable. Points. Points. Cesaro almost kills himself. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Like, there's, you'll see freeze frames, and it's like, Seamus, saying they're getting hit, but okay, so here's Seamus, here's Seamus, and then Cesaro's hitting him, but Cesaro's head's like, already, it's straight down. Like, yeah. he's just already, it's he like, does, uh,
0: He does a diving. <clears throat>
1: suicida, as I like to
0: call it. Yeah, he does a just jump out of the ring, and just like, just lands on his head. Yeah. And Seamus even, you can see Seamus, like, grabbing him to be like, Are you you okay? Yeah. (laughs) Are you dead, dude? Yeah. Right. They, the man. They just
1: beat the heck out of each other. Yeah, pretty much. Two big dudes that are super athletic and super quick, and
0: they're very strong, so they can just beat the piss out of each other. And the match ends. Yeah. Very slowly when they go over the barricade. Yeah. They like, uh, think Sheamus runs it. No,
1: Cesaro clotheslines Sheamus over the barricade.
0: Over the barricade into. The timekeeper there, yeah. Yeah. At that corner. Was that. There's a guy there that I can't tell if he's just a committed fan or a trainer or something, but there's a guy that they almost clip who looks like he looks like he tries to catch one of them. Yeah. And is like, is selling. Really? Yeah. He's like lying on the ground, like, uh, and selling, but the medical staff is ignoring him completely and they never mention him on commentary. Yeah. So I can't tell if he's like. A fan that is just committed to selling and good for him, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna encourage fans to get involved in the thing." Mm-hmm. Or if he's like a, a backstage trainer that the medical staff knows they can just ignore, because it's weird that the medical staff isn't checking with him at all. Because yeah. you can see in the you can see in the replay I from from, from one angle that he starts to like reach for Seamus. I think he's... So, I don't know if he's there to... Help. committed. ...help. Yeah, I don't, it's very strange. Okay. Some, someone was saying that he, he's in the wrong kind of chair because it, when you're at ringside seats, they're like a commemorative chair that you can take home, and he's not in one of those Wait, chairs. really? Yeah, you can pay extra, and you get like a chair that you can take with you. I know <laughs> someone who has like a WrestleMania chair.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. You yeah, yeah. get to
0: take a steel chair. How do you fit on a plane? But Sorry, random aside.
1: Yeah. I don't know why you talking about this reminded me. Whatever (laughs) happened to Titus O'Neill and Darren Young?
0: Uh, So during the Raw's in these during these intervening Raw's, very little.
1: Like it just disappeared,
0: right? Kind of. Make Darren Young be on TV again. (laughs)
1: Because I was just remembering. I think I don't think I I think I forgot to. I don't know why this reminded me of this. But there was a point where Darren Young and. Titus O'Neill were fighting each other yeah and then he knocks over Bob Backlund and then gives Darren Young the clash of the Titus yeah and when he hits the clash of the Titus Bob Backlund sells it <laughs> like, I, I, I can't believe I didn't bring this up when we were talking about it but I don't know why I remembered it now but Backlund sells the clash of the Titus when he's just laying on the ground Wow that's amazing yeah sorry anyway I don't know don't know why
0: <laughs> so they go over they land in the concrete outside yeah. the outside the the ring area. Medical staff comes over and checks on them, and they're they're both like just discombobulated. Yeah. They're out of their heads. They're 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 not responding to the to the medical staff. This is all in storyline. They're not responding to the medical staff, yeah. and they're just like, okay, this this match can't can't continue, mm-hmm. and. They're both upset about that, and yeah. Cesaro's like, "No, let, let me fight him. Let me fight him. I'll, I'll take him on." And they're they're holding him back, and eventually Cesaro gets into the back into the ring and is yeah. like standing up on the turnbuckle, being like, "Get back in here! I'll keep fighting you. Let's end this." Yeah. And Seamus is like, sort of limping through the crowd to get to backstage. Yeah, and, uh, and I was pretty I, upset at the ending. I liked it. Really? Yeah, but I want to hear your thing first.
1: I just, if you're asking us to buy into a
0: seven match series.
1: Yeah. I want to, I know, like, now that I, where they've gone with it now, I'm kind of still interested.
0: I actually don't know where they've gone with it now. Okay. So don't tell me yet.
1: Um, but at the time, I was just like, that's the payoff?
0: Well, I assume that, well, it's, it's still tied 3 3. There was no contest, right? Yeah.
1: But do you want me to tell you what happens afterwards? Sure. Okay. So on the next night, on RAW, or it's yeah. one of the weeks. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus are like, "You, Mick, you told us like the do- the most dominant physical wrestler was going to get a championship opportunity." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give you a championship opportunity, but I'm going to give you both one because I can't, I can't, I can't um, with good conscience put you in an eighth match because it's not going to have." The same sense of urgency as that seventh match had. Okay. Like you're not going to fight as hard. Right. You know, which I kind of understood. Okay. So Cesaro and Sheamus are now a tag team.
0: What? Yeah.
1: They've been just turned been into a tag team. put together. Interesting. Because they're like, now we're going to put you two together. And it's like, Mick's, Mick was like, it's always the two people who hate each other the most that have the best chemistry. Huh. And th- he's referring to him and The Rock. Right. Right? Because him and The Rock, he wanted to be The Rock's tag team partner. Well, I mean, these two, neither of them want to be, but Mick, back in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And The Rock didn't want him to Rock, be a Rock. The Rock did not want to be Mick Foley's tag team partner. And they yeah. became The Rock and Sock connection. Um, they ended up winning the tag team titles a couple times, I think. Um, but that's where they went with it. Hmm. Interesting. I, 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 when I watched it, I was just, I was kind of bummed out because the match was awesome. Yeah. But that no contest finish after an awesome match and after a seven match series was a yeah. lot to ask. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's like, fair.
0: I guess maybe because I only started caring at this at this match. Yeah, that I was. I just it it didn't. Nobody nobody looked bad. Nobody won. Like it was yeah. still just like both these guys are so great. And it. I don't know. I just. I'll
1: give it there. Like that was an ending I didn't see happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at least it's interesting. It's different because every other seven. Match series just ends, right? Like there's a winner and there's a clear loser. But this way, it's like, okay, well, we're gonna put you together. I guess it, it does, yeah. But I mean, where they went with it makes a lot more sense.
0: I, I think. There was but a big, at the time, there was a big "let them fight" chant.
1: Yeah. Which was. But cool. like at the time when I was watching it, I was like, really? Like, come on, just give me. I'm. I like after watching a, a storyline like that develop from SummerSlam. Yeah. To the next pay per view. It's like, I want resolution.
0: Yeah. You know? like I don't want
1: to read a book. And then, you know, the last chapter is just ripped out. Yeah. Right? Still, the match was awesome. And yeah. I'm still, I actually became more of a fan of Sheamus after this. Yeah, me too. Watching these matches, I was always like, Sheamus was always kind of like, meh, he's okay. Yeah. But he's starting to grow on me.
0: The next match is Sami Zayn
1: yeah. versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. The build-up for this was like non existent, but it did happen. Because Chris Jericho had Sami Zayn on the highlight reel. Yeah. Two weeks before this. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho are best friends, so Chris Jericho has Sami Zayn on the
0: highlight reel. Basically just to just to like just to abuse him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, Sami Zayn basically the the conversation ends up being like, well, you're just Kevin Owens' bitch. Yeah. Like, and he's like Word, 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 word for word. Word for word. And actually like Jericho, he's like, oh yeah, Kevin Owens actually texted me and told me what you were gonna say. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it just yeah. hits him with the phone. Here, I have this text Do you want to see the text message? Wham. Yeah. Oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Well, because Sammy's like, he's, he's, he says, I can tell you from experience that, you know, if you think you're friends with Kevin Owens, yeah, you're not. You're not. Yeah. Because we were friends for 14 years yeah. and yeah. look what happened. Yeah. If you think you're friends with him now, yeah. like whatever. What Jericho's just like, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Wham. Yeah, hits him with the phone, gives him a code breaker. And that was like, okay, we're having a match. Sammy's definitely going to get it. Yes. It. it. Jericho got the word it, it over.
1: over. He got stupid idiot over. I think that's it, getting it over it. Yeah. Not stupid idiot, but yeah. it. He even does like stupid itty it. <laughs> He's he does just like this genius. He's like,
0: you are going to get it's even even Owens do it at the same time too. It's great. I love. There's a. It got th- passed around as a gift, but Jericho and Owens were on an episode of Raw in a tag team recently, and Jericho was starting the match and took off his a scarf, scarf. <laughs> and handed it to Owens, and Owens is like, "Yep, for sure, man, got it." And as soon as Jericho turned around, he just chucked it behind him. <laughs>
1: That's a 750 scarf. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. So this is Sami Zayn versus Jericho. Yeah. For not much lead up apart from, I guess and. Jericho just feels a, that Sammy's wronged his new best friend yeah. at some point in the past. Jericho um, wins. Jericho wins, which is interesting, but whatever. I thought, yeah. I mean, Sammy not, this, this particular mini feud is not very high stakes. Yeah, there's no there's nothing at stake here. Yeah, it's a good it's just a winner or a loss. Which
1: that? I really I don't look at under a microscope like who wins and
0: loses. Yeah. Raw Women's Championship match. Yeah. Triple triple threat. triple threat. Charlotte defending against Charlotte with Dana Brooke in her corner defending yep. against Sasha Banks. Yeah. And Bailey. Bailey's here. Bailey debuted on the roster after SummerSlam.
1: After SummerSlam, um, Sasha Banks was gone. Yeah. So Charlotte was out and was like, oh, there's no one. Like, I beat everybody. Like, and then she's like, I'm the best. And Mick Foley comes out and is like, nah, we've signed the hottest free agent. Then he introduces
0: Bailey. Who's finally officially actually on Raw.
1: Yeah. So then Bailey has a, I think that night has a match with Dana Brooke and beats Mm her. And then the week after, Bailey beats Charlotte in a one-on-one match non-title, mm-hmm. and then and then
0: Sasha comes back.
1: Sasha comes and back. And is like,
0: okay, Charlotte, let's finish what we started. Yeah. And Bailey's like, um, um I... I, I <laughs> yeah, did... It's funny, because that's how she gave yeah. her response. She's, She's like, mm, like, well... Mm. You know, Sasha, I, de- I hate to... You know, <laughs> yeah. But I did beat Charlotte one-on-one non-title last week, yeah. so that kind of Puts me, she plays
1: that character yeah. really well. she's like
0: that kind of puts me ahead of you, I think, in the <laughs> like line. she's
1: trying to be nice yeah. like.
0: And Sasha's like, "No, hang on, whoa, whoa, hmm. whoa, hang on, yeah Charlotte and I have unfinished
1: business, and then they make a triple threat between sashi Sashi, Sasha
0: Bailey and Dana Brooke, yeah, because Charlotte's like, whatever you you know screw you two. who cares, and Dana starts talking shit. Mm-hmm. And then McFoley's like, "Cool, you three are in a match." And Dana's like, well, well, "Wait, huh? what? <laughs> what?" But I <laughs> really because yeah. they, they're already starting to have like Charlotte be increasingly more abusive, yeah. to Dana, like full on just hitting her, pushing her down to the ground.
1: Yeah, this happ- This ramped up after because spoiler alert on the Triple Threat, um, Sasha and Bailey. Okay, so they played it off like Sasha pinned Bailey. Both of their shoulders. They were in a predicament
0: where this was not the title match. This is this, a, this the, is the triple threat on RAW. This is the triple Raw. threat.
1: Sorry. To Weeding determine to
0: determine the number one contender yeah. for Charlotte's title, it's going to be either Sasha, Bailey, or Dana Brooke. Yeah. So then, at the end of the match, Sasha and Bailey get into like a pinning
1: predicament where both of their shoulders are down. But when they count it, they're like, "Oh, Sasha wins." And then uh, that oh God, when did when did Charlotte slap Dana? Because she hits her, like you said, like, yeah. she's getting increasingly physical. Because Charlotte thinks that Dana has failed her yeah. by losing this triple threat.
0: Because I guess the thought was that she's going to win the triple threat and then and just, then just roll over for yeah.
1: Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Finger poke a doom. Yes. We're not it. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. But
0: yeah. Um, so then, then it gets brought up that yeah. So so
1: I found this weird is that yeah. Charlotte and Dana brought up. They're like, well, they pinned each other at the same time. So there's no number one contender, Mick? Yeah, so like, deal with why, it. Huh? So deal with it. Ha uh, we're the smartest. It's like, well, actually.
0: Well, then you got two number one contenders. <laughs> so, yeah, idiot. Yeah,
1: it's like, why would you bring that up? It's like, uh, you so dumbass.
0: Just, well, I guess it's because to play it off, the, yeah. Charlotte's the heel who doesn't want to fight Sasha. Yeah, I understand why they did it, but it's yeah. just like looking at it, from my
1: perspective, like, yeah. you idiot! Why'd you say something? You could have just fought one person
0: instead of two. Yeah. So yeah. So Mick, <laughs> Mick Foley, on the back of that, decides to make this a triple threat with Sasha and Bailey.
1: I guess. Okay. I guess the reason I was bothered by that is like you'd think Bailey would be bringing it up, yeah, not Charlotte and maybe. Dana. But I guess mm-hmm. Bailey, from what she showed us of her character, like, uh, but yeah, didn't. but she'd be like. Okay, uh, well, all right, well, all right. Next time. Yeah.
0: You know, but no, I I, I, I kind of like Charlotte doing it, trying to get out of fighting Dana. Being yeah. like, ah, oh, no, look, see, Dana can't be, it was a no contest, so ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Without thinking through that, of course, Vic so, is just going to so go, me. oh, well, then fight both of them. Yeah.
1: You fool. Yeah, so that's how we got to this triple threat. Um, I think they had a tag team match in the go home raw.
0: Yeah, and don't we... forget, of course, that Bailey and Sasha have. Probably the most history of any of the women's oh, division. Yeah. When they build up to that
1: feud, and if they let them do it, like they should, with Sasha heel, Bailey face, yeah, that could, if they do it right, could main event one of their pay per views. Yeah,
0: because the it was they they did there was uh, two matches specifically. There was uh, there was Sasha Bailey at NXT Takeover Brooklyn, Brooklyn
2: yeah, and, which got
0: match of the year from a lot of people. Yeah, and then Sasha Bailey Iron Man match, yeah, at. Dallas? And one of the one of the other NXT takeovers. Yeah, okay. And both of those matches.
1: It was a 30 minute Iron Woman match. Yeah. Yeah. We're just like, Which
0: Bailey won both. Yeah.
1: And it was just awesome. So awesome. Good. That Brooklyn match especially is unbelievable. Yeah. That's As, where I was talking about before where Sasha doesn't you don't have to kill yourself to put on a good match, right? You don't have to take these risks. You can play like psychology and stuff like that. If you haven't watched it, you definitely need to go check that match out. But I'm assuming everybody that has the network is like they're the kind of fan that's going to watch stuff like all the takeovers and stuff like
0: that. So, so this match has a lot of Bailey and Sasha being like they 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 have the most interesting interactions in this match because they have that history, and the announcers make sure that we know that they have that history. Mm -hmm. And so, and they both want to beat Charlotte, and so they're like kind of trying to work together, but also. They can't. They they can't really let themselves work together. Yeah, and
1: it's really interesting. Yeah, I liked it. Um, Sasha. I mean, sorry. Charlotte is still really good. Yeah, like, she's just awesome. Really good. I can't get over how good of a heel she is. Like she's just. She's yeah.
0: She's incredible. Can I say the only thing that I consistently don't like about this whole feud is anytime time Sasha puts two people on the ropes in the corner and does the knee. Oh,
1: thing. the knee? Yeah, because who? it doesn't hurt the bottom person like at all. It also just
0: looks super awkward and stupid. Like, yeah. we gave Del Rio all kinds of shit for his dumb corner maneuver where they had yeah. to hold themselves there. Yeah. And this is the same problem where they're just like, oh, I guess I'll just lie here.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. here she comes. It's not even the lying there. It's the like, oh, I'm just going to awkwardly slide myself into position. Yeah. Wrestlers slide themselves into the correct position to take moves all the time. But for some reason, this always looks really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, any of that... Uh, yeah, that situation where you you have to like
1: where you have to keep your opponent perpendicular. Yeah, you know, in like awkward situations.
0: The end of the match comes when Charlotte hits Bailey with a big boot into Sasha. Yeah, knocks well, Bailey the, like, into yeah, Sasha. She
1: knocks Bailey into Sasha, and then Bailey comes back. Yeah, and Charlotte hits her with a big boot. Yeah, which was different. Yeah, yeah. It's like just give her another move that could be a finisher, and you know?
0: then. Uh, Pins Pins Bailey forward to, yeah, to retain the championship. Yeah. The U.S. title match is Rusev defending against Roman Reigns again.
1: Yeah, we're back. So
0: what happened in the interim with this? Um,
1: Roman Reigns was actually wrestling different people. Okay, so we didn't talk about it, but, okay, so the the Raw after SummerSlam, Finn Balor had to vacate the title. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, well, we're going to have a four-way match for the Universal title, people that ended up being in this Fatal Four Way were Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Big Cass. Yep. Which felt really weird, but I was fine with it for the most part. Yep. So, like, leading up to this, Roman Reigns wasn't really fighting with Rusev that much because at that Fatal Four Way, Triple H came down. And he, well, first, Big Cass got eliminated. And then Triple H came down and gave a pedigree to Roman Reigns on the outside. On the outside, and he was like, "Seth, pin him." So Seth pins Roman Reigns, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay. Well, Triple H is
0: just helping helping Seth out because like like he is one to do." Yeah, remembering that Seth was basically his protege after after um, turning on the Shield, and that's why Seth uses the pedigree as his finisher. And we haven't seen Triple H since WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we haven't seen We had Triple H since he lost to Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah. So then Triple H gets in the ring, but then gives Seth Rollins a pedigree, which I did not see coming when I was watching this match. Yep. And Kevin Owens <laughs> pins. He looks dumbfounded when it happens. It's awesome. And Kevin Owens pins Seth Rollins. And Triple and be- H raises Kevin Owens' hands. Hand. Yeah, and hands him the title. And uh, the thing I loved the most about this was Stephanie and... Mick looking just dumbfounded. And the look that Hunter gave Stephanie was the most intriguing. Yeah. Like, didn't say anything to her. Yeah. Didn't, they didn't hug. They didn't do anything. They didn't touch each other. Just Hunter mean mugged her, basically, and then left. Yeah. And that was it. And that was like, holy shit. Like, I want to watch next week now. Because
0: in the weeks between there and Clash of Champions, nothing. Uh, he he hasn't been around, yeah. and Seth has been like, your husband, you know, what the hell? And Steph's like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I was not remotely party to these decisions. Yeah. I didn't have a clue what he was gonna do. Yeah. You know, you think you would have, might have, like, asked him that in some of the, like, he's your husband, you presumably live together, maybe, maybe ask him yeah. when you get home tonight, and then tell me on next week, which yeah. is the show, yeah. but, you know, long, that,
1: that, like, a long explanation, sorry, go ahead, yeah, no, no, no. sorry a long explanation, though, to get to this Roman Reigns-Rusev fight, is because Roman was essentially, he fought, and then the next week after that, he fought Kevin Owens, for, and if he won the match against Kevin Owens, he was put into, the uh, world title match yeah. at Clash of Champions is a triple threat because he was screwed out by Hunter. Because like, yeah. Triple H eliminated, essentially eliminated Roman, so they gave Roman another chance. And in that match with Kevin Owens, Rusev cost Roman the match. Yeah. And then the next week on Raw, Kevin Owens fought Ro- or Roman again in a steel cage, and Roman won that match. But then afterwards, um, Rusev came down, and him and Kevin Owens were beating
0: up Rusev in the cage. And then Seth Rollins came down to make the save. Yeah, and that that match did not have the same triple threat stipulation. Yeah, that, that was just a blow off. And that was just that a, was another a, cage,
1: a cage match for whatever reason. Like I don't know why. For Mick just, Foley to have them fight each other one more time without people interfering. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> it's and uh, <clears throat> there was some reaction about like why. Yeah. In, why on any level is Seth Rollins coming down to save but Roman I mean, like, Reigns. For me that was like that's how bad he wants to get at Kevin Owens. Well, that's the, yeah that's the thing is he's not saving <laughs> Roman Reigns he's he did Fighting it to Kevin Owens. fight Kevin Owens. Yeah. yeah,
1: The enemy of my enemy is my friend right?
0: Yeah so the match at Clash of Champions yes. is Rusev versus Roman, Roman Reigns again.
1: So that's how we got to this match. Just saying that the build up for this was just two interactions in like some backstage the backstage segments of them making the match like oh yeah. you're fighting Roman Reigns um yep two big dudes beating the poo out of each other <laughs> that's basically what this was um can we stop chanting for CM Punk? can we please? please? cause they did it uh, I thought
0: I, I, I enjoyed him a lot I thought he was sweet I am bummed at how it ended yeah and, absolutely can we stop but please. look, just like it's just st- you look stupid yeah you look stupid <laughs> <laughs> Never stopped chanting that shameless <laughs> yeah. though. Well, he stopped doing the braids. So that, yeah, that's, that's good. True. He stopped doing the beard braids. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. That just But
1: CM Punk, yeah. I mean I think we bring this up every episode. It's been years. Either one of us gets heated about someone <laughs> CM chanting Punk something being stupid. stupid. CM Punk chants. Like yeah. anyway. God damn it. Roman yeah, looked less impressive in this match, I felt, than like in his recent outings against someone like uh like an AJ Styles or a Seth mm-hmm. Rollins or Kevin Owens. I don't know if that's just the chemistry between Rusev and Roman isn't there. I, I think they've had better matches. Yeah. Roman Reigns wins this match.
0: Yeah. Dethrone, dethrones Rusev as the U.S. champion. For He's been champ since when? WrestleMania? Did he win it at Mania? That's been a while.
1: And when did he beat Callisto for it? Wasn't it Callisto that he beat? Oh, for no, that can't no. have been at Mania. Because then, well, maybe. Fuck, who did Rusev fight at WrestleMania?
0: Well, were they the League of Nations at WrestleMania? They fought. Oh, they fought the New Day. Maybe. New Day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it was so after he, that. He wasn't champ yet. No, no.
1: It was after that sometime. Mm. Fuck, wrestling. Am I right? <laughs> like, we just, can't even, we just can't even remember. It's just like, there's so much, like. Yeah. I can't remember when he beat Kalisto. Money in the Bank? Probably. Because, yeah, it was Kalisto. You're right. Yeah, because he did the super accolade. Yeah. Yeah, so Roman Reigns is a U.S. champ. Um, Why? Sure. Why? I don't know. Because he can't be a world champ right now. Because the fans have revolt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm fine with it. Like, sure, let him let him hang out, let him do that for a while, and let him
0: be more than just the big dog. Sure, you know. Yeah. There's a brief backstage bit with Rollins and Steph. Yeah. Before the next match, (laughs) with Steph being like, you know, hey, you know, good luck, and he's like, whatever, save it. Everyth- yeah. Everything you say is a lie. I don't believe that you and your husband weren't involved, and he's gonna find out that he backed the wrong horse. Yeah. Because Seth is basically a face now. Yeah, Seth is a face. Yeah. He, he doesn't really, like, he's
1: not insulting crowds anymore. Yeah. He's, still, he's still essentially the same character. He's just changed the way that he, he addresses. He does, in,
0: the, in again, in the lead up to this, he pisses Steph off to the point that she's like, look, I had no idea, and I wasn't involved, but now, after all this stuff that you've been saying to me, I wish I had been. Yeah, that was an awesome I agree with it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, maybe he was just tired of cleaning up your messes. That's yeah. what he. And he was just maybe he just crossed that. That was it. He's had enough of your, you failing all the time. Yeah, you know? Seth. So, is this the this is the world championship match, right? The universal. Yeah, match.
0: this is the last. This is the main event. This is it. Universal, universal championship match. The I love that Jericho refers to him as this. Kevin Owens, the longest reigning. Yeah, this is awesome. Universal they're, they're champion. Fucking awesome.
1: How about when he calls them? We are the universe. We're the best Universal champion that's ever been. Like he'll say, "We." Yeah. Like,
0: oh, I so love. Good. I think it was like uh, days later, maybe even a day after Kevin Owens won it, that people were like, "Kevin Owens, longest reigning," because <laughs> Finn Balor only held it for a day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Is this? It was when, almost as good as my as as does uh, the the we're the champion as when um team Hell No. When yeah, da- Daniel Bryan... No, no, when Danny Bryan was like, I am the tag team champions. <laughs> yeah. And Kane's just like... <laughs> All right. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, why, that's how I view this uh, Cesaro-Sheamus team up. Mm. It's like a lot of people were like, oh, this Daniel Bryan-Kane thing's dumb. And it ended up being like the best thing ever. It was really good. <laughs> it was yeah. really good. So you never know, man. Maybe just... <sighs> With wrestling, it's really shown me that you need to let things play out. Yeah. I, I don't say like... I mean, it's always moving on, right? So it's easy. It sounds like a cop out, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's like, it doesn't mean that I can't look at something and be like, oh, I didn't really like that. Oh, well, I'll just see how it plays out. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just use that as an excuse to fall back on. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So, Kevin Owens, Universal Tag Team, Universal Tag Team? You know, Kevin Owens, WWE Universal, Universal champion, champion. Yes. Defending against Seth, Seth Rollins.
1: Rollins. Yeah. Match was good. The crowd was not into this match. Yeah. They were dead. There's a guy. Playing on his phone in the front, like the front row. I was just like, Really? Uh, Wow. Yeah, like just like he was just sitting there, like not
0: even looking at the match. You don't think Owens and Rollins is going to at least be entertaining to watch? Yeah, I don't know, man.
1: Maybe he was, I don't know what he's doing, but that's all. That's my one image that I pulled from this. I was Mm -hmm. like, I was watching this match and there's a guy in the front row, like leaning up against the barricade, like head down, just. Wow. I was like, Holy shit. Wow. Match was fine. Liked it. Jericho comes down midway through the match, Mm -hmm. tries to interfere. Doesn't really work out for him. And I thought, oh, fuck. Jericho's going to cost him the title. Right. And that's going to be it, right? And then those two will go into a program. But it seems weird because I don't think they want either of them to go face. You know what I mean? So thank God Jericho interfered some. Put Kevin Owens' foot on the ropes at one point. Yeah. And then there's a ref bump when, oh, Kevin Owens goes to pop up powerbomb Seth. And Seth just goes over top Mm -hmm. and hits the ref. Yeah. Ref goes out. They fight for a while. Seth hits the pedigree, yeah,
0: and they, he and covers the, Owens,
1: and the crowd the does the like twenty count.
0: The crowd goes one, two, <laughs> three, four, <laughs> five, six, and they just keep they just counting, keep counting how, for how long Owens has been down that Rollins hasn't been yeah. able to get the pin.
1: And then Stephanie comes out and brings out another referee, yeah, but she does it in a way that it's when Seth is distracted, like after this twenty, like way after the twenty yeah. kid, the crowd does the twenty count. Yeah, then Steph comes out with an extra referee and Seth turns around into a pop up power bomb and he gets pinned. Perfect way for a heel to win this match. I was totally fine with the ending. Yeah. I would love to see Kevin Owens hold on to that title. Owens for...
0: tells him to suck it at one point, which I liked, the like triple H. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. doesn't doesn't Kevin doesn't Owens put him through a table, one of the announce tables or something? yeah I, I think I Owens
1: doesn't Owen does it does
0: it first' the the, the second thing the, the, first? The cross chop yeah yeah
1: before he tries yeah it's before he tries to sent on onto the announce table right is that like sent on thing yeah, yeah, yeah but he Rollins moves yeah
0: so yeah Owens Owens retains yeah and yeah Stephanie looks kind of it happy looks shady about
1: it. yeah it looks like that's the way she planned she waited until Rollins had gotten up yeah. like made sure that Owens had enough time to rest
0: and I am totally <laughs> prepared to believe that she had that she didn't have any involvement in what happened in the Fatal 4-Way with Triple H and Kevin Owens. I'm prepared to believe that she totally didn't have any involvement in that and, like she said, is now just so annoyed at Rollins yeah. that she's like, all right, fine.
1: Okay, well, after Kostya Champions ended, there was a video on WWE.com, and it uh. was Stephanie getting picked up by Triple H. Uh. And so... Like a, they see like a, a a limo, and then Triple H walks out, and then he's like, "How'd it go?" And she's like, "Great." Mm. And then they get into the cab together, which is like they use as a thread going forward because Rollins saw bum, it happen. Bum. Yeah, so we don't we don't know. It seems weird though because when Triple H interfered in that match, the look he gave Stephanie, they didn't talk. Yeah, I mean, assuming
0: obviously. So now is it Rollins versus the Authority again? I guess so. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I well, don't.
1: I think with Mick Foley, their, there, it's what's not the going to happen.
0: Next pay per view for for
1: Raw, Hell in a Cell. All right, end of this month, October okay. 30th or whatever. But
0: in the weeks after, the couple of weeks after, since Clash of Champions, which by the way goes dark with Jericho and Owens, with Jericho singing, "We are the champions." Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck, they're the best.
1: I'll touch like a little bit on what happened in the weeks to come. Um, I mean, we'll cover it again next episode. Yeah, but. Mick Foley tries to call out Stephanie on getting into the limousine with right. Triple H. Ooh. And she's like, well, what were you doing? You're the, you're the general manager of Raw. You should be watching. Because she's like, why did you wait so long to go out there with a the referee is basically what he said. Yeah. And he's like, well, what were you doing? He's like, oh, I was checking on Cesaro. Why weren't you watching the match? Isn't that your job? Are you not doing your job? Do mm. I have to find someone else to do your job? Mm. Do I have to make you an ambassador? It was an awesome segment. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so they've... they've...
0: Glad we're not focusing on the authority figures so yeah. much. I know. But to be I, fair, a lot of people are like, "What? I thought they said they weren't doing this." To be fair, SmackDown said they weren't going to do that. Yeah, Raw, Raw made no such promises. I <laughs> was like,
1: "Nope, we're still going to do the same old, same old." Yeah. So, I think the biggest knock on Raw, and we brought it up a million times, is the length. Mm. Like, they just SmackDown has a shorter time limit to work with, which makes shows more it, digestible, it gives them more focus. Yeah, it's like, I mean, you you write, mm. like, is it easier to write a? 30-minute sketch or a five-minute sketch, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just like, is it easier to write a three-hour show or a two-hour show?
0: Yeah, and the writing staff, you know, that's, I think SmackDown's better written right now.
1: Yeah, isn't, I think the the writer, the head writer for SmackDown is, was actually the head writer for NXT. I heard that. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But I don't know, man. We don't know. We're not back there. All I know is that SmackDown is better right now. That's all I can say. Yeah. It's like SmackDown is more enjoyable to watch, and I don't know if it's just because of the time, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's just because SmackDown yeah. is doing a lot more with what they have. I agree. Uh,
0: that felt good. <sighs> we did it. That was like long, that it felt, felt good. long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Felt long, but we were, Maybe we're that, officially yeah. caught up. Yeah. So let us know what you thought of, of doing it that way. I'm actually interested to see what people think. Because uh, we, d- we can't. By the way, shout out to Little Karibo, who is now doing Mark Remark weekly. Damn. Covering Ron Smackdown. That's a very different, he's got a very different take on the on the stuff than we do, but I love the show. Actually, I haven't watched it. I should probably you should, watch it. <laughs> you can easily watch both shows and get very different things out of it, so you should definitely watch that. But we, just, it's not feasible for us to do the show weekly, yeah. so... You know, uh, let us know what you thought of like this. Like, is this format. Was the only thing we did? Oh, yeah, the only sure. thing, sure, maybe. Yeah, sure. But I've got, you know, we both have other stuff. Like, I,
1: on, so. you have loading ready run full time. I have a full time job. Yeah. So it's just like, we do what
0: we can. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that we can do is bees on Twitter. <laughs> Check out my sweet segue there. Adam is at wake Up super. And, <laughs> and I'm at Congrats. graham underscore LRR. 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 That was this the best segue I've ever this is heard. brought to you by you. <laughs> you know what else we can do? And your kind support of our Patreon. Bees on Twitter. <laughs> Patreon.com slash LoadingReadyRun. We did it. Thank you all so right. much for all oh, your support. Bye. Oh,
1: sorry. Also, Loading Ready Run streams on Twitch. Hey, there you go. Like every day of the week. Yeah. Man, at different times. Loading Ready Run. Twitch.tv slash LoadingReadyRun. All
0: right. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>